Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 68 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be here on another uh, beautiful Friday evening here in Portland, Oregon, and of course, joined by two of my favorite people, Hydralisk. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. It's an amazing day up here in the greater Vancouver area. It's beautiful. And now I'm with these beautiful people. So I can't be happier. Love it. Love it. And of course, uh, joining us again, Electric Sheep City. How's it going? Meowdy, I'm doing a fantastic this um, wonderful Friday evening. I was going to you know, go with alliteration with the, the Fs for Friday, but uh, no Fs in chat. It's Friday. We're happy and happy to hang out with y'all. Nice. And hey, we have a very special guest joining us tonight. So let me introduce. We have with us Wild Top Legend player, active member of our Born to be Wild Discord, and top four in our Born to be Wild listener series, and and the person to win the most weekly challenges in the history of our show coming to you all all the way from singapore all the way across the world it's ken ray welcome to the show ken it's great to be here I... yeah how are you today um it's great woke up early it's raining now it's saturday morning so um start of weekends i guess nice nice yeah it's always interesting i think when we um are hanging out with friends from all across the world when it's it's easy for us to forget about the time zone. So yeah, it's six p.m. Pacific where Hydra and myself are. Sheep is in the Midwest and it's two hours ahead of us there. So eight thirty p.m. and then nine nine o'clock nine thirty in the morning for you. Yep, I'm like fifteen hours ahead. Wow, wow, living in the future. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, for people who may not be familiar with you. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? I mean, just as much or as little as you would like to share, but um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, there's not much. I just play Hearthstone sometimes, sometimes too much, but um, <laughs> uh, there's uh, not much else. I, I'm active on like a lot of streamer streams, Discord sometimes, but I just like Hearthstone's game. Very cool. How long have you been playing? Um, I think I started in like June 2019. So my brother got me into the game. And it was like it was, like, it was a card game, so we found it interesting. And we started playing Standard. Um, uh, we played it until like we unlocked Whispang and stuff. So we had a lot of fun playing like bad decks. Until they rotated Year of the Mammoth. So okay. when Frozen Throne left... All my favorite legendaries were gone, and I, uh, I, I accidentally disenchanted everything. So I moved to WoW after that, and I wanted to play my fun stuff again. And yeah. like now, I play WoW because it's, it's much cheaper. I still get to keep my two-year-old deck, and like 
I get to play with all my cards instead of restricting everything. Nice. That's a good reason. I think that sometimes people have the impression that Wild is more expensive when in reality, I think it's Jordan uh, who reminds us all the time that like, well, realistically, like every time a new set comes out, there's maybe 10, 12 cards that like will make their way into these meta decks and the other 100 plus cards are just not used. Mm-hmm. So it really isn't that bad, um, I would say. So you mentioned that a lot of the uh, legendaries that you loved were kind of rotating. What was kind of like your favorite legendary that kind of uh, uh, caused you to uh, take the plunge into Wild or that, that you missed the most from Frozen Throne? <laughs> okay, when I said a lot of legendaries, I meant one. Um, it was Deathstalker Rex. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like the craft the beast thing. And we, I always had this friendly matches with my brother, so we always had like mirror craft to be some yacht things. And like after after I rotated, I I thought I couldn't play it, so I disenchanted. And now I'm still finding one thousand six hundred just to get it back. Mm, trying to earn them back, hey? Yeah, it's such a fun card. I remember and we talked about it a few times, but. I remember Blizzard saying, hey, we're not going to support it when it rotates. Like, the pool of beasts is going to be limited to what it was at the time. And everyone was like, are you joking me? You can't do that. And kind of bullied them into submission where they're like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and I think I think that it's limited in some regards. Isn't it like four lines of text or something? Like, there's a limit to what well, sort I of... I think it can't, have, it can't have a bold text and a text. So, like, teacher's pet, you can't get it. Yeah, it's like one of them has the keyword, and then the other one has the effect. So if it has both things, you can't, or or something like that. It's way more uh, involved than than I've kind of <laughs> dived into. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, I love that card too. I'm. It's it's been one of my favorites as well. Kenry, uh, do you play? You mentioned playing Wild in particular. Do you still play Standard, or and do you play any like Battlegrounds or um, Duels or any of the other formats? Standard, no. Like only for achievement hunting. Uh, Battlegrounds are still fun. It's just it's long games, so I don't really play a lot. Mm. Uh, Duels, I only play when there's the Duels quests and Arena when I have more than hundred gold. Hmm. So, w- when you mentioned that Deathstalker Rexar was your favorite, does that mean that Hunter is your kind of your go-to in general, or like what does Wild look like to you now? Um, Priest. Ah, okay. Priest is my most played by like a lot. Particularly uh, like a certain archetype or multiple oh. archetypes. Like, so usually, uh, when I started, I played the classes and decks that I got legendaries for. So I opened Buzwamdi from Rastakhan, the priest one. So I played the Spirit of the Dead, rest priest thing with it. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, I just gained a lot of priest cards. Like, I gained Katrina for Rise of Shadows. And I got Raza. And, and I just, I, I like the Reno decks idea. So I, I crafted the other Reno cards and I started playing Reno Priest. But I only really started after it got unnerved. So since then, I've been playing Priest mainly. But nice. other decks too. Nice, nice. Uh, Priest is one of my favorites as well. I think it probably always will be. I was looking back at um, 
I keep track of my legend runs, uh, you know, when I hit and what deck I hit with. And I was looking at it and priest is by far my most, um, played class or most, at least the class that I've taken to legend the most times. And it's, uh, it's fun to kind of bully other people. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, I don't know. Really? Wow. (laughs) I, you know, watching the standard players, I'll complain about priests. I'm like, man, you guys have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, oh, come man. play wild for a bit, right? Especially right. when Ra- when Ross is everywhere, Big Priest is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Kenry, are there any other games that you play? Are like whether they're video games or card games or board games or or anything else, or is it just mainly Hearthstone? Honestly, not much in particular. Since um, uh, I, I I play um Super Smash Ultimate on my Switch. Oh. But- like with my brother, but it's, it's not much other than that, and it's mainly just Hearthstone. Nice. Well, speaking of Hearthstone, one of the um, uh, crowning achievements from our uh, past listener series um, was uh, you and Maxi both made the uh, the top four. Uh, so Maxi mentioned that that you and he uh, both practice a lot together um, in the listener series. Uh, kind of, how was your uh, experience with the series? Um, it was fun, obviously. The restrictions are really refreshing from the usual um, cheat 15 mana in the game. But the, the restrictions <laughs> made me like play cards I never thought I would play. But um, it, it was fun like co-oping with him. Like, we always practice and I, he made me craft cards. And yeah, I just, um, I'll, I'll join Season 3 again. And hopefully it's more other wacky restrict- restrictions. Nice. We'll, we'll sure. have to see if we can uh, 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 get Maxi to, to pressure you to craft Rexstar instead next go around. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, on that same vein, I think we had noticed like because of the restrictions, um, you, you can't really practice these decks on ladder. I mean, you you can, but you know because your opponent's not dealing with the same restrictions, it makes it difficult to to practice um so coming up with a some friends whether it's one person multiple people to kind of play test with has been kind of a fun experience for me as well over the past season um as we start talking about um getting ready for season three which i anticipate will happen in the near future with this new set coming out uh do you have any suggestions or ideas whether it's it's for the series in general or restrictions in terms of the game but i guess it's making it conquest format again which is like i i heard it was feedback a lot like oh yeah i think we've i think we're all agreed on that one right yeah for sure 586 percent yeah 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 and like some some restrictions were like a little bit light like in the semifinals, you could just bring Secret Mage, Paladin, mm-hmm. Claire, and Odd Warrior, and you didn't have to change anything. It was like the full list in. So I guess some restrictions were like not as severe as the others, like week five, which had forced me to bring like questionable cards. <laughs> and yeah, that, that, that's mostly it. Like some restrictions were like um, too, a bit too mild, and I guess that's like what we are not trying to achieve here yeah 
Oh, those are all good. Uh, we really love feedback, not just from you, but from anybody else who is involved, who's curious about, you know, joining. Gotta love it. Gotta love the feedback. Uh, hey, one question that we typically will ask uh, the guests that we have on the show is, how did you come up with your username? What is, uh, how did you come up with your Battle.net tag? Is there any sort of story behind it? Uh, there's not much of a long story. It's mainly my real name, but ah. but everyone I meet do not know how to pronounce it. So I made it in this way, where I think now it's more understandable and it's more clear. And I, I just use it as my username for like everything. Now, battle tag, email. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I have done the same thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, I get jealous sometimes. I see these guys over here, Hydralisk and Electric Sheep City. I'm like, my name's Nate. My <laughs> my battle tag is Nate. Like, I, just, <laughs> I mean, but I, I just go by my full name. You know, Sheep is my middle name, so like that's my nickname. But come on now, that's great. <laughs> I would like to meet your parents. <laughs> <laughs> talk about let's talk about name naming conventions and oh my goodness That's hey crazy. there was a parent recently i saw an article that named their kids they had three of them pantera slayer and metallica Dude. <laughs> that's incredible so electric sheep city maybe hey, did you see what <laughs> yeah elon musk named his kid a bunch of like symbols and stuff so there's mm. that anyways <laughs> with the run of prince <laughs> right right uh all right cool well let's move on a little bit kenry i'm i'm really excited to have you on the show we've been interacting with you for a long time in the discord and um i uh actually let me ask you one more question before we move on to because you uh by far are the person who has won the most weekly challenges in like we've been doing these weekly challenges now for what a couple few months now several months i don't know time is time is liquid yeah. now for me i it doesn't it, it exist in the same way that it should exist for normal people uh it's been several months i think and kenry you're the person that has by far like won the most of these so congratulations i'm happy that we can finance your collection <laughs> and um, what i i'm curious uh to get your perspective on these weekly challenges were there some that you liked more than others uh do you have any suggestions for future ones or, or any sort of comments that you would like to make on on that subject well some were definitely harder like some had to rely on the opponent like like there was one where you have to mill mill their win condition Mukla. so like those that involves random is obviously harder and the one with the mm -hmm. double double tap Carell and Tamsin on the board. Oh, yeah, so, I don't think nobody did that one. That was, yeah, the other uh, one was yeah. a little, little tough. And, like, the ones I didn't like as much were the ones that I didn't have the cards for, but that's my thing. This is not, like, the issue of the challenge. If not, they are all pretty fun. And, like, I prefer those kinds where you have to build the biggest thing or the biggest weapon. Like, the ones where you can, where you can like, one-up each other. Mm -hmm. I like those two. Yeah. The, the demon hunter one, the weapon and the beast. Yeah. It, yeah. The the one the one I think that we truly failed on was when Otters jumped in and suggested the uh the 
the most pogo oh, hoppers or something and then he submitted an example and then no one could beat his example <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> he just set the standard and that like, was it thanks otters we now we'll i'll i'll rope him into coming on the show one of these days and we can give him a hard time about it <laughs> Jeez. well pogo master right right well, hey, so uh, we've got some uh, exciting, exciting news to kind of share with everybody. We have bundles to give away. Uh, we we will be giving away uh, one live on the show tonight um, and another one uh, in our Discord and then um, giving away two more next week. So this is really exciting. So first off, we have a mega bundle that we're going to be giving away. Uh, courtesy of Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, and kind of we lovingly will call him the patron saint of wild. Uh, and then we got we received from Blizzard uh, three bundles, three standard bundles uh, to give away to you all as well. So that's really exciting. And thank you very much to our friends at Blizzard for the codes to give to people. It's really cool, super super cool. Um, and so uh, for those people who are watching the show live. Uh, if you will do the giveaway at the end of the show, uh, we will take all the names of the people who are, are here and throw them in a wheel, wheel decide randomizer thing and pick a name. Uh, so hang out for the, for the show. Decide. Yes. Y'all, yes. Y'all, uh, take the wheel <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we'll get, be giving away a, a mega bundle tonight on the show. And then at the end of the show, we'll announce, um, how to, uh, enter the the discord giveaway for uh one of the standard bundles as well something to note is that the way that these bundles work you can only have one per account uh so one mega bundle and one standard bundle per account uh so if you've already got one of these like you can't have more than one just doesn't work sorry um anyways that's super exciting (laughs) so um yeah yeah for for those of you who are here watching live awesome and uh for i think we realized that um we record the show live every Friday night on Twitch, but uh, we post it later. Some people watch it on YouTube. A lot of people listen to the audio version. And so we want to make sure that those people have an opportunity to win as well. Uh, but the idea here, I think we were chatting a little bit about this offline, is that um, we get gifted these these codes to give to members of our community. And in the past, we've done things on Twitter where it's like, hey, like and retweet and whatever. And then the people that end up winning it are like some, you know, Joe random who has never heard of the show before. is not part of our community. doesn't participate. And like, it sort of uh, defeats the purpose of the whole thing. And so what we were really wanting to do is give back to the community, which is all of you. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're going to be doing. And I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, Joe random may be a very nice guy, but if he isn't a member of our community, then I don't want him to win. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, so anyways, um, that's I, I, I'll move along from there. But stay tuned, and, and we're giving away stuff, and I'm very excited about it. And thank you again to Shokun, and thank you to Blizzard for the codes. Yes, thank you very much. Well, let's move into our weekly recap. Check in with each other, see what's going on in our lives, in the world of Hearthstone, whatever is going on nate how are you what's going on this week for you dude i'm great uh i'm excited i get to talk again so soon it's been so long since i got to monologue (laughs) uh so things have been great i was telling sheep earlier that this week has felt like two weeks to me like it 
I took vacation time last week from work, but I ended up having to like work during half of it anyways. Cause we're going through some transition stuff at work with like returning to work and then union stuff and, and everything. And so like I had to give back like half my vacation and come in and do stuff, um, which sucked, but like, I don't know my parent. And then my parents were here visiting from California, uh, from out of state. And so, um, it was great to see them and, and to get to kind of do stuff. And, um, but it, it made the, the time like really kind of extend. Uh, so anyways, uh, but no, it was cool. So this month is the first month that, uh, I've had the 11 X bonus and like, it is so great. It is so great. Yeah. I had to give away my, my 10 X for life card. I'm sorry, but, um, <laughs> Dude, it was so wonderful, like the climb to legend. I did it in, like I hadn't played for the first couple few days and it was funny because Blue Train kind of prepped me like, hey, you're going to be facing off, like you're facing off opponents with your same MMR. And so it's, uh, you know, don't be too discouraged when you're losing a lot. It feels kind of bad and get ready for that. I'm not trying to scare you, but I want to, you know, prep you for that. I appreciate that. And so I played on day one and I just lost like not a lot. I only played a few games, two or three games. And like, I just lost all three. And I was like, okay, yep. Yep. All right. I'm done. And my parents were out anyway. So I took a, a couple few days off and then I was like, well, I need to jump on and play. Cause I've got these daily quests that are about to reset. And like, I don't want to lose one. Um, and I'm like, well, I should probably start laddering anyways. And, um, I've been only playing like the only two classes that I don't have one K yet are warrior and uh, demon hunter. And I'm, I'm only, I was only like 50, 60 games away with, with warrior. I was like, all right, well that's what I'm playing then. And there's no way I'm playing like dead man's hand or odd warrior. Cause those games are just too slow. Like if I need to jam out fast games, I need to play a fast deck. So uh pirate mm-hmm. warrior it is. And so, um, I got the list that, uh, so like Sunday had a list and then blue train took the list and switched one card. So it's blue trains list now. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I played that and I went from bronze 10 to legend over the course of two days. It only took about three and a half hours. It was three hours, 37 minutes, according to the deck tracker with a 58% win rate, uh, over 45 games with pirate warrior. I played the same deck all the way. And, um, it's super fun. It was it was great. Uh, so I loved it. Um, I'll I once I get my one K with these two classes, then I can start having fun again and playing uh, you know, cube lock and and Reno Priest and the other degenerate stuff that I like. But yeah, three and a half hours was insane. Uh, I played some one night and then I jumped on the next morning. I had no work. I think it was Fourth of July, and my parents like are not morning people and. You know, I get up early to feed the cats and I'm like, oh, I'll just play. And uh, it this was great. It was just a really great uh, time. So I came in at 130, 139, which is the lowest I've ever been. Um, and so it's cool to, to, to get the little screenshot of being on the leaderboard. I've decayed a little bit. I'm around 160 right now, which is still not bad. And um, yeah, it's just super exciting. Uh, so yeah, um, I did buy the fire bundle. I saw the the weekly hearthstone drama people complaining about how expensive it was and um i uh 
I, I bought it because the skins are gorgeous and frankly I probably would have bought it anyways because I'm a completionist but um I like it I played through it I was upset that the shaman had to play 10 games I was like wait a minute wait a minute this is uh too many but it as it turns out elemental shaman is pretty good in standard so there's that um and then uh Hyder and I had a, some co-op on Wednesday night that was really fun that was and- great it was cool. It was super cool. Um, I uh, here my movie of the week. My movie of the week for you all is um, oh yeah. Here's my here's my little legend picture. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm at uh, nine sixty six out of a thousand wins. So I've got mm-hmm. just over thirty wins left. So my goal for the end of this month is. Um, to get 1k with warrior and to keep the 11 star that's my goal so we'll see how the how the month rounds rounds out um i believe in you you can do it just gotta believe that's my favorite uh quote from uh parappa the rapper is (laughs) uh so my my movie of the week for you all is luca i'm not normally a disney fan all that much this is a pixar disney pixar movie and um it was quite wonderful. I watched it with the family while we were out and it was so good. It was just so good. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I liked it. And it's, they describe it as a coming of age movie for a, a young boy who is a sea monster when he's underwater, but a human when he's outside of the water. And it was just really good. I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil it all, but I totally recommend it. It's a, uh, it's it's age appropriate for for kids and stuff as well um and it was great uh yes black widow is out i will wait to let sheep talk about that i have not watched it yet (laughs) but i want to oh and they speak a lot of italian in the movie and i found that very charming anyways i'm sorry i just rambled for a long time uh but i missed you all and i wanted to tell you about it i i've had a good week and that's me i will pass things over to sheep what have you been up to uh so i've been working a lot uh, work's been busy because that's just how it is right about meow but then of course outside of work i've uh, definitely been busy as well um so i played or right, so first i built like about half of the daily bugle um on like what monday sunday uh that was really fun that was awesome and then I grinded through Sea of Thieves for two nights. Um, so I know this is a, a wild Hearthstone podcast, but I'm going to wax poetic about Sea of Thieves for a little bit. Uh, so one night I was just like solo working on like adventure, like solo stuff. Um, the other night, however, I was playing with uh, two of my buddies and we were, you know, sailing on the high seas, having adventures, you know, to, to tell around the hearth, you know, right here later. Um, cause like the whole point of Sea of Thieves is like, you know, you go off and have these adventures that then you can talk about later and you're like building your own kind of story and the, the not, you know, story things. It's really fun. Uh, so there's this like event right now where it's like, it's called flags of friendship. So whenever you raise an emissary flag, um, you know, like you, you're, you're doing stuff and then you can also raise the like alliance flag to like alliance together. So we're trying to do do this like friendship thing where you know you're trying to like alliance with other people, and people weren't wanting to alliance with us. So uh, like we did this one thing where we went off and and faced off against Flameheart, which is like this big like ghost ship naval battle, really fun, really epic. 
got a ton of loot from it. And uh, so as soon as we got out of that, uh, this one like sloop, which is the, the smaller ship, came to us and we're like, let us give you our stuff. And they're like, no, we're going to fight. So we're like, okay. So we start fighting them. <laughs> and then this other sloop comes and we're like, hey, let us give you uh, our stuff. And they're like, no. So it's like two on one. These two sloops are like trying to fight us. So we destroy the first one. <laughs> Did those two other sloops know each other or are they just random? I, I, I think they were random because it wasn't like they were in rapid succession. Like we were, mm -hmm. we were fight fighting against the one for a while before the second one came around, right? So uh, once we finally defeated the first one, they were the, the better fighters, the first one, which is why we took care of them first. Uh, so we, we get the other one down to where like we, we killed the players, but the ship is still still there. And so we fixed their ship, and one of our dudes was spawn camping them <laughs> the entire time while we forcibly uh, took all of our loot and put it on their ship to get the progress towards the, the event. Wow. <laughs> because they wouldn't let us give it to them. <laughs> Wait, so you forcibly put it on their ship and then removed it again? Or what? Or uh, So then we sunk their <laughs> ship after we, we put all of our loot on their ship. Because they wouldn't let us just give it to them. <laughs> like, we tried. We're like, you can have it. They're like, no, we're going to fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, we want to get this event done. So <laughs> wow. One of our dudes was just spawn camping them while the other two of us were just, like, putting loot just on their ship and on their ship. Uh that's so, amazing. Uh, if you're watching live or on YouTube, uh, you can see my pirate. Uh, this is the what's called the Ruby Splash Tail uh, skin. Um, we call that the Murloc skin. So whenever we uh, <laughs> chat in game, we either uh, go, uh, wax poetic about crab people, or um, we just go <laughs> like the whole time. <laughs> it's so much fun. So uh, thank you for entertaining my uh, uh, monologue about Sea of Thieves, but it, it's been a lot of fun, and I'll, I'll probably be playing more of it um, later this weekend, nice. uh, as well as doing an Ikea trip. Let's go. Oh, uh, just did one. Yep. Yeah. Um, other than that, I uh, last night saw Black Widow. Um, it was really entertaining. It was great. I will say, I do wish that it came out during the last phase. I'm not going to like do any spoilers or anything like that. Um, is it, it was a great movie. Isn't it, it entertaining. Isn't it supposed to take place like pre-Infinity War? Like, is it like a, like a, what's the right movie? Like a past movie or like a flashback movie or? Prequel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it takes place like before Infinity War. So like, okay. it's. Did you it watch it? It was a really it? great movie. I just wish that it like had come out earlier a few years ago yeah. Yeah. did you watch it in the theater or did you watch it on like disney plus or whatever yeah so uh the wife and i actually went into the theater for it yeah wow how crowded was it i, I, I know we're living in this like you so, know reopening post-covid world i mean texas is a little bit different in terms of uh, <laughs> yeah, Texas uh, is pretty much wide open at this point. Um, <laughs> it uh, it wasn't as like packed as I feared, but like I mean, it was still kind of like a shell shock, I guess. Yeah. You know, like a whiplash, like from nothing to, you know, yeah. even this was just you know just kind of a lot. Um, but you know, what I can you do? 
I saw everybody on Twitter today hating on Taskmaster's costume, which I found entertaining as someone who has read a bunch of the comics. I, I don't want you to spoil anything because I've not watched the movie, but I've seen pictures yeah. and I was like, hey, it looks like a motorcycle helmet, but whatever. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you watch it, uh, we, we can talk about it um, off the air so that we don't spoil other people. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we, we definitely we'll, we'll get to talk about it. Uh, it was good. It was good. But I didn't mean that to sound so hesitant. <laughs> what would you What would you rate it in in like like a one to ten, or like if you had to compare it to one of the other movies? Um, since so this I mean, is it, a this is a Marvel comics podcast, after all, <laughs> it it was above like the lower tier. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it definitely was better than like uh you know Iron Man two or three or or the Incredible Hulk, which is like my least favorite <laughs> Marvel uh, movie. Um, but you know, it, 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 it was, it was not the, you know, crowning achievement that a lot of the, you know, phase three stuff were um, just didn't seem to have the same kind of like stakes because I mean, it's something that already happened. So like, you knew that mm-hmm. some of the big, characters oh well i've seen this character in a time after this i'm not too worried about them you <laughs> they're know? not gonna die <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah. that's if, if it had come out like then then i think i would probably be singing a different tune if that makes sense yeah um, it would probably be a little little higher in my in my ranking but it was still a really good movie cool cool um outside of that i've been watching uh, a lot of loki which is incredible, you know, keeping with the Marvel um, uh, uh, theme there. And uh, my guilty pleasure TV show is Big Brother. And that started up this week, too. So I've uh, been watching a lot of that as well. Um, so, uh, like I said, an action-packed week. Uh, thank you for letting me ramble on a little bit as well. <laughs> so how about you, Kenray? How was your week? Um, so for me, it was quite boring. It was mainly just school and half stone. But I also I also watched um, this show on Netflix. It's Lupin. It's this. Oh, uh, I heard it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a uh, it's French dubbed. So and, and it's quite new. Mm-hmm. But not trying to spoil it. It's basically like a thief show. Mm-hmm. Like like um yeah, but it's it's I, I can't really say much without spoiling everything else. One of my. Yeah, uh, Colleagues at work highly recommended it, and so it's on my list. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. Is it related to, um, like, I've heard the name before? Isn't is it related to or based on a book or an anime or something? Yeah, it's, no, it's based on a book. Okay, like, um, it's like uh, the book is about like a thief, a okay. gentleman thief. Yeah, nice, and cool. Nice. I will check that out for sure. Um, uh, you've been and you've been playing. I, I saw your. You're already in Legend in Hearthstone, right? Yeah, uh, eleven times is hard carrying. Oh, f- it's <laughs> I, as someone who's never had it before, it's a hard carry. Like, oh my gosh, it's smooth as butter. I never want to lose it again. Uh, yeah, this is also my first time with it. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you it, say this is your first time with it, or not your first time? Yeah, first time. Oh, congrats! That's wonderful. Oh, nice. Very cool. That's what, Hey, can I ask, where did you end last season? I'm trying to figure out where 
I mean, I know there's this like magical cutoff and I think it's MMR based and percentage based, but like I was th- the high three hundreds, three seventy something. And I got it. So I'm curious uh-huh. where you, I, I was in the leaderboard. I was in like 40, 40 something. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Well, you're guaranteed I was to get 90. it. Then. I'm not sure. But it was guaranteed. I think. Okay. Well, congrats. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, that's great. Uh, Hydra, what have, what have you been up to this week? Well, I just heard Sheep mention that he's got a guilty pleasure of watching Big Brother, which is super funny because I watch who I tell that to, but I guess everybody can hear it now because now I got somebody I can talk to about it. That is totally a guilty pleasure of mine. It, like, I used to think that the show, you know, reality TV is ridiculous and all that. And I watched, it was either season one or season two of Big Brother, like, a long time ago and there was this guy named eddie and he had one leg and i was cheering for him like from the very beginning spoilers he won but that's like i like reality tv what is the show even about i've never watched it before what is okay. it okay so they take the name big brother is like an orwellian thing like yeah, 1984 yeah, yeah. like everybody's watching you sort of thing somebody's always the, watching but yeah. so what it's just you're in a house and you're with another group of people and um there's cameras all over the place and they're just watching you at all times but you're just stuck there with those people there's no outside interaction is whatsoever. there is there like a like a like a goal or a contest or is it just you just live with these people and try not to no, kill each other there's contests all the time so yeah at the end of like every week there's somebody who has like the ability to choose like put people up to be voted out to be kicked off the show so you want to like be you got to play like all sides of the house you have to have like the best social skills ever and be able to like make friends with everybody but not too much because then people are on to you and they'll just want to get rid of you. And then there's all these games that you can get yourself like immunity from being eliminated by like winning challenges and stuff. And it's, it's actually super entertaining. And I, I, I didn't watch it for years after that first season. And then um, my wife uh, got me back into it a few years ago and, yeah, it's it's a guilty pleasure. It's it's really entertaining. But then her and I we get confused because we watch both um, the United States Big Brother and the Canadian Big Brother. Oh, I've heard and the Canadian one is so good, but I haven't seen any of the episodes. I get so confused as to like, oh, did that which guy won what season or which girl won? Like we we will forget who was on which, and we uh-huh. get all confused the whole time because we watch both, and it's great because if you watch one and then you're like waiting for the next season to come on well you got the other one that goes like right in the middle because they they almost like never air at the same time they like Mm -hmm. stagger them to kind of uh piggyback off of that uh one of the aspects uh, as well is that there's um you know uh, paramount plus which is what they're kind of pushing right now they're like streaming thing um Mm -hmm. if you have that then then you have uh access to the live feed so you can just watch um uh there are always two cameras on one conversation and two cameras on another. And you can just pop in and watch at any point, like what's going on in this little house thing. It's really entertaining. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. And they, they do challenges. Like you'd see some of them are like wipeout style. Some of them are, you know, trivia style. 
all sorts of different things endurance, strength stuff yeah. endurance yeah a lot of people getting you know like covered in muck like you would see on a nickelodeon <laughs> show <laughs> all, all the fun stuff but yeah sheep um i'll i haven't watched the first couple episodes but i'll, I'll catch up on those and we can talk yeah absolutely um, work-wise uh one of our team members in my department just left and kind of sucks because I already have a lot of responsibility and they've chosen not to replace this person. Oof. They've and chosen to gift that work to you. <laughs> they have chosen. And this is the way it works. So there's a few of us and they're like, my boss is like, well, I'm going to give this work to you guys. But then I only, I got the cross training until the guy quit. So only I learned all the stuff and he doesn't have any like standard operating procedures made or like anything written down like at all. Uh, so I'm like taking notes on a notepad. I'm like, oh, this is this isn't good. <laughs> this ain't gonna go well. Um, I know that all too well. <laughs> so it, that's great. So Monday will be cool. <laughs> so uh, I mean, like I keep getting these extra responsibilities at work that. I feel it's just more job security. So cool. Right? Hey, well, take those. Yeah, yeah. They go, oh, who handles that? Oh, that Hydralisk guy handles that. <laughs> just kidding. I do not go by Hydralisk at work. Um, <laughs> it's a lie. He totally does. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaming-wise, um, I've been playing a bunch of Red Dead Redemption 2 still, and... I've put a bunch of hours into it, and I'm still only at the, like, very beginning, almost. Like, I'm, I'm only at, like, 22-23% done the story, and I'm refusing to progress, because I'm trying to do all the side things, and just having an absolute blast. It's, it's such a beautiful game, and I'm trying to, you know, talk to everybody, see all the random experiences. I heard a a song that they sing around the campfire that I had never heard before. It's doesn't have any swear words, but it's not exactly PG. And I laughed my butt off. Like as soon as it was over, I went to YouTube and watched it. <laughs> Listened to it a few times over. Just the little things that they put in the game are just amazing. So playing that, Love it so much. I also got taken in by another Steam sale, because they always get me. Um, they they got a special on Resident Evil. Ooh, the new one? Or which Not one? on all of them. Like, oh, just no. Resident Evil in general. I, why did, don't say that stuff? <laughs> I, I, I can't control myself very well. I know. <laughs> so I, I only bought two things. I only bought two things. I bought the I'm first... Impressed. The first one remastered. It's because he already has the other ones. <laughs> and the fourth remastered is what I bought because they're like 80% off. And in Canadian, that was only four ninety nine each. Wow. So in American, that's probably like three ninety nine or something like that. So, oh yeah. God, I'm going to buy all that stuff. I know. I, I had to stop myself. I just bought the two. I'm like... Those are good enough, and I probably won't even get to them for, like, ever. So, but yes, and there is, like, a bundle to buy the the new one that includes seven Biohazard as well. Oh. 
<laughs> Rip Nate's wallet. <laughs> I'm trying to save up for this new Hearthstone stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, All right, I'm gonna just okay. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, you know, we had our co-op. It was great. I've been also jamming some Pirate Warrior this month. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Been having a blast, dude. I, did... I can I interrupt you for one second? I had so yeah. much fun doing that. Like, we should do that more often. That was so fun. I I know, and I say that all the time. Every time we do a co-op, it's like, why don't we do this more? We also did really well. Like, mm -hmm. it was. Well, I think we'll talk about it later, but I swear it was like eighty percent win rate or something like absurd. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, so. it was. It was great. So, uh, well, we'll get up to more of that. Definitely, it's it's always a good time. Um, I'm going to end my week with a little story about my son. Um, <laughs> so this morning I wake up to hearing some weird banging coming from the other room and hearing my wife going, what the heck? And so I get up, I go into my son's room and his mattress is up against the wall and his entire bed frame in the center is collapsed down to the floor. Like just touching the floor busted. Oh boy. What and I'm like, what, what, what did you do? Like, you're not, you know, you're not allowed to jump on the bed. And he's like, I didn't jump on the bed. I'm like, okay, well, we'll stop right there. Okay. We all know somebody was jumping on the bed. Right. <clears throat> anyway, we're trying to get ready for work. And my wife notices a notification, uh, from YouTube that our son has posted a video and we <laughs> click on the video <laughs> It's a video of him jumping on his bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like literally rip. Red-handed. Red-handed. <laughs> like <laughs> he was trying to get away with it the time posted on you. <laughs> Dude, okay, I work in criminal justice, right? And we ask this question all the time, right? It's like, if you're going to commit a crime, why would you record it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's different, but it's the same, but it's different. Oh, it's like, so funny. <laughs> so, the, like, it's it's so funny. But and the funny part was when I watched the video, it's not just a video of him jumping on the bed. He, like, had written himself a little script and he plays a couple different characters and he even edited the video. Where he's like a mom and he takes his pants and he has them on his head and he's using the jean legs as like hair and he's being like a mom scolding a child and then he turns and he's like now the kid. But like he actually cuts the scenes like together and everything and like even like has words on the screen and everything. Like I was super impressed. I'm like, how did you make the video? Can you show me? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, <laughs> if, if it weren't for the breaking of the bed part too. Oh. It was so funny because like I was angry obviously about the broken bed. And then I watched the video and I'm like, are you kidding me? But at the same time I couldn't help but laugh. It's right. Like, like, it was, right. That's the like when you 
you yell at the kid and then as soon as the kid leaves the room you start cracking up right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it it, it it was great um wow. so we, we get to he's gonna help fix a bed this weekend nice nice and he learned that you know he was told not to jump on the bed for a reason not yeah. because not because it's not but don't want you to have fun but because it will break eventually uh-huh <laughs> wow wow that's a good story to end on yeah it, uh, it was great <laughs> wow all right well hey let's skip because we're in in transition between um seasons of the listener series let's skip over that segment with with a caveat of like oh here's this is where we would talk about the listener series we will have more news soon because we are aiming to start early into the new expansion so soon ish stay tuned yeah stay tuned for more all right we got some news so let's talk about the news what do we got all right so first up we got an announcement from dylan walker that there is going to be some balance changes coming up and we have a date of next thursday and that we will most likely have um some notes on it on wednesday so what are we what are we expecting here? Do we have some speculation? Um, we're well, most likely looking at some nerfs here. What do you, what do you guys think? Uh, Kenry, do you got any idea? Do you, do you think um, there's some nerfs uh, coming? Yeah, it could be enough, but they didn't say it was enough. No, they didn't. That's well, a yeah, good yeah, point. Well, they said balance. What do they say? Balance changes. Could be buffs. Hey, I mean... Yeah, you can buff the best thing standard now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's no, no. So they uh, said. So Alec tweeted out, "Few balance changes coming next Thursday. Three cards in total. Looking at generation slash burst healing in priest, and hitting on some of the non-games in druid, uh, which is, I, I suppose, interpret how you want. Three cards." Kenry, you mentioned earlier you don't play standard at all, right? I don't. But I I keep up with the drama and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I I I see the people complaining about priests. I see the people complaining about druid. You know, what, I don't play it, but what cards do you, do you, do you have any ideas or thoughts on which cards they're thinking about? I think Apotheosis is confirmed. I because of the bus healing thing. The the bus healing. Yeah, with I know particularly with um, Sam- Samuro. Yeah, it's rough. I have raged several times, uh, getting hit with a buffed Samuro out of nowhere with a bunch of healing on it, and uh, apotheosis makes sense to me. Like Samuro doesn't seem like the problem. It's no, it's, you don't touch Samuro. Yeah, it's well, the healing. And, and yeah, it also could. You know, be the uh, way that lifesteal interacts with Samuro's frenzy effect. You know, if mm. apotheosis, you know, it gets the initial hit and then it does AOE, but that doesn't count towards lifesteal, then maybe. But I mean, I think apotheosis is the one that's gonna gonna bear the brunt of that as well. <laughs> what do you guys think about renew? Do you think that one will get hit? Yeah, for no. for the card generation part, I think it's either renew or palm reading. Um, and oh, I think that renew. No, don't touch my palm reading. No. Yeah, I love I that card. I, I think it's probably palm reading too. It could be renew. 
But palm reading, I think, is more likely. Uh, why do like, you think it, it's probably palm reading, Kinray? Okay, if you ignore the discover part, it's a three mana cast Emperor to resign, and that's quite good. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the renew is not, it's like, if you make it two mana, it seems pretty okay. But I, I think palm reading is just too cheap. And like, if you keep discovering it, so maybe if they make it more expensive, you can discover five in the game, but it might not be like... But again, I don't play standard, so I'm not entirely sure. It's a staple in Big Priest, for sure. And we play it in Reno Priest as well. And it's just so good. I mean, maybe they increase it by one mana. So it's it's three right now, right? Let yeah, me, let me yeah. ask, if it cost four, would we still play it? Yeah. In Big Priest, yes. In Reno Priest, maybe not. Another four cost card, yeah. I mean, I part of me... I don't know. So... What they've said in the past was that when they nerfed stuff for standard, when these cards rotate to wild, they are planning on reverting them. So that would be my question. Like, okay, if they, you know, are we going to see nerf reversions later on down the road? Like, maybe. So could we deal with this for a little while? Like, and honestly, if I don't see Big Priest, I'm not going to complain about that. So... Uh, as someone who has hit Legend with Big Priest multiple times, it's a palm reading is a busted card, and uh, I would be sad <laughs> to to not play. I probably would still play it at four. Yeah, because you could play it on four, and then um, uh, Shadow Essence yes, on five anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I think the thing that keeps it in Big Priest is because the deck is like twenty six spells, so uh -huh. <laughs> the reduction's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and. Like Renal Priest is mainly for like reducing core uh, AOE spells. At yeah, four AOE. mana, it's it's quite expensive. Yeah, AOE and or discounting um like cheap spells that then you can use to just machine gun down uh for the combo. Um, four may still be a little expensive for that, but mm -hmm. I, I, you definitely still run it in Big Priest for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, are there any other... So, I mean, they kind of give us a, a hint, right, at what cards this would be by saying um, Priest and Druid in particular. So, Generation and Burst Healing. Okay, so that, that leads pretty heavily into Apotheosis and Palm Reading and maybe Renew. Renew's not that great. It's okay, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good card. And so... Um, and heal. Yeah. It is. So I think, are, is there anything else that we missed before we start guessing on Druid? I don't think so. Um, I think in particular, since they said three cards and then they named two things uh, that were aspects of Priest, two of them being from Priest, I think is a, is a pretty good read. Okay. <laughs> so what about Druid? Let me, let me ask Kenray first. Do you think, uh, what, what do you think will get hit in Druid? And I know this is a tricky question if you don't play a lot of standard. Um, okay, by non-games, I'm assuming they mean the, the aggro druid thing. I, yeah, it's like blowouts, so right? Like chipping. Yeah. The chipping and the upper-ups. I, I hope they know alignment. I do not want to fight alignment. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I think it's like jibbling. Let's make it two mana or something. Jibbling feels like Ooh. unplayable at two mana to me. It really does. 
I mean, okay, so, sheep, you 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 are the one who is like the expert in in agro druid, yeah. right? Like I know you are, so you can deny you. it all you want. But I, so what do you <laughs> what do you think gets hit here? So, I, I've hit legend a, a few times with a token druid in standard, and gibberling at two would be pretty unplayable. Um, which doesn't mean they won't do it. Um, Arbor up is possible. I honestly think that it might be a uh, power of, of the wild um, because whenever they do, um, you know, those, those big boards, if they're all, you know, one ones, like you can deal with it, you know, before they actually are able to, to buff it up um, or, and hear me out, innervate or lightning bloom being, being a uh, mana regeneration instead of, like mana cheat so mm. instead of going above uh, mana you know like you just regenerate something that you've already done the reason why i think that may be the case is you know the non-games in druid uh in particular whenever someone gets you know a, a gibberling down on one and then just like goes off right um well yes i right i mean okay so my perspective I, i've played some of it recently because we had the fire quests and so uh -huh. i played i played my three games of druid and i did quite well with aggro token druid in standard for my three mm -hmm. games right um the games that felt like blowouts to me were when you play i don't it was a solar eclipse the one that says the next spell goes twice so yeah. you so you ramp 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 solar eclipse arbor up and then you've got this this like you you can't uh -huh. you can't just can't recover from that and yeah. so that's what but so then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, what's the problem there? It is it really the arbor up, or is it the mana cheat? And the I, gibberling, I think that's exactly right. The it's gibberling the is cheat. not necessarily like. The problem is if they make it at two, it's like it it's it costs way too. I'm like paying two mana it's, for a one yeah, one. Like way too bad. Um. So. Solar Eclipse into Celestial Alignment. Yeah, <laughs> good game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe you're right about the mana cheat. I mean, that stuff has been around so long, but then think about it. Like, Innervate has got nerfed already. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, another one would hurt. The only yeah, thing I worry about is that they would have to rework the card. It, it's funny, right? From I, I do a lot of project management at work, and there's easy fixes and there's difficult fixes. And so mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I can't speak for them. I'm not a programmer. Right. But like if I change the attack or the health or the mana cost, like that's easy. If I change the way that a card works, like that's more involved. And so like, right. I love the idea of mana regeneration. Like, cool. You don't get extra mana, but like you can, like if you use the mana, like you're, you're still capped at the same, but like you can, uh, renew it, <laughs> um, so like mana biscuit. Like mana biscuit. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's kind a of. good point. If if yeah. if that function already exists in a different form, they could probably like you use that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I you just I, I have to be more more careful about your order now. Huh. <laughs> play what you want to play. If you're trying to combo off, then you innervate. Then you go ahead play what you're going to next interesting yeah. otherwise your innervate's just dead hmm. if you play it first well i and, guess and, we'll and see it, i mean that one 
I think that it might honestly be the lightning bloom that would that would pull the nerf there um, because it's been pretty ubiquitous in standard in particular. I mean, we, we've seen a fair amount of it in wild too, but in standard, be it shaman or druid, like hasn't stopped using that card since it's been in <laughs> in, in the meta. Like I don't know in print. I think poor shaman paying for the sins of the druid. Yeah, no, <laughs> Shaman had its day in the sun before it was uh, out of the uh, <laughs> out of the limelight for a little while um, as well. Uh, it, it's either overpowered or unplayable. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's it's uh-huh. interesting. I, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Ben. Uh, ben Harstone posted something a while back uh, comparing. Uh, I think it was a Tempo Storm meta snapshot uh, classes, or maybe it was HS Replay. I think it was HS replay because it shows the uh, the percentages right mm-hmm. uh, from six months ago of shaman being all of the, on the bottom and now shaman is on on the top and it's like hey you know how how quickly we forget um, so it's I agree with you that's that's the nature of shaman it's either really good or terrible <laughs> and so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens so we will find out the patch notes will be up on Wednesday the nerfs will be on well. Thursday presumed nerves uh will be up on thursday so i guess next week we can talk about whether we were right or wrong perfect timing thursday friday show hey that's great i appreciate sounds great i appreciate when they uh base their game changes off of our podcast that's very much appreciated they plan it like that on purpose thanks for the content team five Well, up next, we have the return of Ixar. So he took a bit of a break, and he's back. And we found, got to find out why. Um, somebody asked where he had been, and he announced that he was on paternity leave. And so him and his wife, Molly, had had a baby. And oh, so he was cool. on maternity leave. Uh, he said, Mom and baby are happy and healthy. And it's all going good. I hope they so, named it. I hope they named the baby Ben Brode. That would be just so great. Ben Brode Ayala. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. Uh, that's ex- put a little flannel jacket on him. That's so exciting, though. That's great. I am happy for them. And, and that's that's quite nice. We all thought he was going on vacation. We're like, why are you going on vacation like aren't you supposed to like launch a set or something but hey uh you know babies come when they come so that's yeah hey that's cool well congrats dean if you're listening to this that's so we yeah yeah congratulations for sure and so he he returned to his amas which is really nice because we haven't heard from him in a while and uh we do have some highlights and a specific question about Wild that was given was, will we ever see a straight-to-Wild set with support for old keywords that uh, we don't see again in Standard, like Invoke, Reborn, Echo, etc.? And um, we didn't get the best answer. The answer that we got was, not unless our team changes in some sort of drastic way our content cadence with mini set has really pushed all the expansion support teams to the limit so it doesn't look like it's a focus of uh the content 
creation that they have going on right now. So that's a little, you know, a little sad to see. I didn't expect that the answer just would have been yes, anyways. Um, it's the, like a pipe dream for myself. The mini sets are so cool, though. Like right when the expansion starts getting like just a little bit stale, it's like, oh yeah, here's a bunch of new cards, and some of them are good. So it seems like a just like a great trade off to me. And the mini sets being able to purchase for gold has been great. And like they'll be in wild eventually, whatever. I like I love the idea. What kills me is the new support for old for old cards. Like, can you imagine getting Cthulhu support like That'd years so later? Cool. That I can. And in fact, I think that I, I can see a way that without even going straight to an all wild set, that that could possibly happen. And that is with. The uh, core set, the rotating core set, you know, they can move things in and out Mm -hmm. of what Mm -hmm. is standard. So if they want to support things, not necessarily Cthulhu, like, unfortunately, however much I love Cthulhu, um, uh, the the other things in the the question tweet that (coughs) brought that to mind is like Invoke, Reborn, Echo, etc. Hopefully, you know, we may see something like that for Cthulhu as well, but... um, incorporating something like that one year into the core set um, could actually see us getting some support for that, even though they're not for wild exclusive sets. Yeah. So, um, your well, pipe dream isn't dead, Hydra. I love uh, the way you just think. Straight to mm-hmm. wild. You know what though? Yeah, not straight to wild. You it's on the wording. You brought up a good point because someone like, so we got this new keyword and I don't even, can't even think of it off the top of my head. It's been a long week. The one where you tradable, right? So tradable. Yeah. So you, you trade the card back and it costs one mana. You draw a different one. And someone said something to the effect of like, that sounds really cool. Like, are we going to get more of those in the future? Like, cause that sounds like something that we would just like forever now. And I think the response was something along the lines of like, well, if it does well, then we could continue to support it. Um, you know, like if there's a past mechanic that did well, like we can always like we've seen it with um, Rush, Rush, Dormant. Uh-huh. And so it could like so we see some whiffs like Echo is not great, uh, but we, we definitely Inspire. see it with yeah, inspire. Yeah, and I I remember I don't remember who it was anymore and someone said like inspire rip. And yeah. uh that was really funny. But yeah, I mean, dude, I remember when Rush came out saying like eh this is not as good as charge. Like yeah. and like oh <laughs> how I oh how I was wrong. Uh, Do not go face, no good. Right? Well, I mean, it's not as good as as charge. I can agree with you there, but <laughs> frenzy, Rokara, anyone? Holy frenzy! Mm-hmm. I personally didn't think it was all that good to begin with, and I'm still kind of in that same camp. There are a couple good cards, but overall, like, kind of eh. tradable seems awesome. Uh, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd like it if tradable kept going. Um, we had. This is a notable inclusion with a little shout out um, to Sheep. Uh, Mark Mixed asked, are you more of a River Crocolisk or a Bloodfen Raptor kind of guy? I apologize for this deeply personal question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and, uh, Dean picked uh, Bloodfen, but uh, I just, 
yeah, we thought that was a little funny because of of uh, the band that we did have in the listener series with River Croc being a little too OP. Isn't that right, Sheep? Absolutely, way too overpowered. We we had to ban it that 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 week. Yeah, needed, Absolutely, had needs, to. Yeah, too OP needs nerf. Breaks the <laughs> format. <laughs> The next uh, question that we have that is uh, wild related was, will you guys ever do anything about wild adventures? Like occasionally put them on sale or allow them to be bought with gold again. As someone who doesn't have much money, I can pump into Hearthstone each month. I would definitely grind gold or buy them over time during sales. I think that's a really, really good question. Um, Pixar responded with, I don't know to the answer to this, but I'm going to find out. Uh, I think it's a shop space. I can assure you that, uh, sorry, I can assure you the answer isn't because we're raking in so much cash from seven-year-old content, we're afraid to unlock alternative purchase methods. <laughs> we've been working on this. with LOE. Right? Uh, we've been working on the shop revamp. So they're working on a shop revamp. There's no promises, um, and yeah, they're they're saying that they're not. It's not like they're raking in the dough off of all all these old, you know, Naxxramas and everything like that. So it sounds like it's a possibility. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I, I've already got them all anyway, but I think it would be kind of cool if you know they brought them back for gold or maybe put sales on them. Well, yeah, yeah. Ken. Let me ask Kenry because you're more of a free to play player correct yes. yes what what is your thought on on this with the old like the older sets being available for gold would that be something you'd find beneficial uh, it depends how much the price is. if it's like the one wing per 700 gold i probably won't buy it <clears throat> yeah it's pretty pricey like, i i didn't buy the calicron's awakening one so i couldn't use the cards for like the two the, the year it was in standard i had to wait until it uh, rotated this year to mm. craft like and stuff. What do you think um, a good it, price point for that would be? I mean, I would want the free wing. I, I don't have the free wing. The, the very first, like, for Karazhan. Mm -hmm. like, it's not even in my, in my solo adventure slot. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I think normal deals still put it at 700 because, like, all the other adventures are 700 too. I do think we are getting a little bit more gold these days than we used to. I know sure. it didn't. It didn't feel like that when they first released the expansion or the, whatever the rewards Battle track pass. is. Yeah. Yeah. But once you have like maxed out, like I get quite a bit of gold, mm -hmm. uh, like post one hundred or whatever. And yeah. so, like I don't know, maybe maybe it's maybe it's more doable now. I don't know. Yeah, I, but but the thing is, if I if I buy it for seven hundred, I miss out on like seven packs, mm. and, and I like. I'll be far behind because I also don't pre-order the thing, the like, expansion. Uh, so like yeah. at the start of when when it launches, people open like hundred packs. I open like my two packs that I got from my quest, and I'll be I'll be too far behind if I if I buy it. I see. And yeah. seven hundred per wing isn't a lot versus like seven hundred for all of LOE might actually mm. be worth, but per wing, it yeah, it's it's not good. Uh good stats for cost it seems to me like especially with them not pushing wild very hard um it it could be in their best interest to 
set the price point for those pretty low. Like at 700 per wing, like nobody's going to buy that, right? No, especially that they give away all this solo content for free now. Mm -hmm. Like it, you weren't just paying for the cards back then. You were paying for the solo adventure, True. right? Yeah. And now we're just getting the solo content for free. And oh, you're going to make us pay for it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i guess we'll see i hope i i really hope that they set it lower i lack perspective in this like i acknowledge that this is like my main hobby and i drop way too much money on it so i feel like when they release this stuff like i my view on it is worth less than others because it's like i'm just gonna buy it and it's not probably the the uh same response as most people w would have so i appreciate hearing different perspectives on that yeah for sure uh up next we have a question from our buddy imic who asked how is the upgrade to golden cards doing uh and we don't really have an update but we were told that it still is going and dean just doesn't exactly know where we're at with it i love but... the respect i forgot thanks for reminding me <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot about that <laughs> that's great i can't wait for that to happen it will make getting gold stuff so much more um accessible and I'm curious if it's just going to make it easier to do or if it's going to actually have a discount or not. Yeah, my personal hope for, for the economy of it would be, like, for example, if it's a legendary costing 1600 dust, you know, to, to upgrade, basically saving you... Actually, that'd be quite a bit, uh, like twelve hundred dust. Well, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I mean, no, quite that that much. Uh, but maybe because that's a lot of dust. Well, yeah, so up. right. If you so you take a, a legendary, right? Normal costs is sixteen hundred. If you want mm -hmm. to craft it, it costs thirty two hundred. So give us like let's take the base and subtract that from the cost of the new one, and cool. So you pay sixteen hundred to upgrade a legend to a gold legend, like. That sounds yeah. that sounds pretty good to me. I mean, I like that. That's yeah, better. I, I mean, from a from a like dust economy, like that's that that's I like that a lot. I would do that. Yeah. That that would be my preference too. I don't know if they'll do it just because the right you know, right now if you disenchant your, you know, non-golden copy, then you'd only get 400 back. So they'd in mm -hmm. essence be uh, that's that's still a scam. I that's such a like the, I, I agree. The, I agree. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel so bad for the people who um, don't have as large of a collection, and then you pull some legend, and it's someone that you don't want, and and then like you go dust it, and you only get four hundred for it. Like they should at least give you half, right? Like, yeah, you should get eight hundred. I mean, I, I I thought that for ages, so I don't know. I mean. It, that feels like a, a bad deal. Bad trade. Don't want. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Imic, good job. I'm glad you reminded Dean. So At least you can't open, like, 10 Lorewalker Chos 
you know, in a row anymore. My freaking so. f- four Murloc quests back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dupe protection is so clutch. Kenry, yeah. how is, has the duplicate protection helped you out in terms of like free to play? Is that, you find that beneficial? Like, so, I mean, being, being free to play has, um, how do you think the duplicate protection has, uh, affected your card collection? Do you see the benefit there? Um, not as much, but I think it would definitely be if there wasn't this. So I, I, I don't open the same comment as much. It's got to be tricky the way that things work when you disenchant a card and that it the collection manager, in terms of pack opening, counts it as you have already opened it, so it's not going to give it to you again, right? So yes. I, I imagine that makes things a little bit more difficult. Yeah, so I accidentally disenchanted some stuff, and now I can never open it. Mm. Oh no! Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the repercussion, right? If I open a legend and then I dust it, I'm not going to open it again until I open all of the other ones. That so is a double-edged sword. Mm, yeah. Well, that's that's rough. I do think you know for people who are going back into old sets that they never got like it it would be beneficial but yeah double-edged sword is a good uh, analogy there anyways all right what's up next tighter all right so for everybody who loves their hero cards we got a question saying will standard hearthstone be seeing any new death knight cards in the near future and dean answered yes hero cards will be back so this is super exciting and um kenry does is this something that you really like like i know you said you like deathstalker rexar right so is that something that you'd be looking forward to seeing new hero cards oh i, I like reno decks so i like the different hero definite thing mm-hmm. but i it depends how, how much they power creep. like how, how op would the hero be Interesting. Last time they did it was um, Galagron. Yeah, the Death Knights were very powerful, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. Well, and Galacrons were kind of hit and miss. Um, uh, more hit than miss. Uh, and then also um, Reno is wonderful. But 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 the amazing Reno. Reno. The amazing Reno. Thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, generally, recent. most of the heroes have been good. Yeah, like, except for like trials but like even the new Jaraxxus is really good standard. The new Jaraxxus is yeah, it's pretty good. So okay, okay, here's I, I was thinking about this and I got all excited. What what do you think about the idea of each class? Like, so they've been pushing the mercenaries. Like, what if each mm-hmm. mercenary just becomes a hero card? Yeah. Like for each class, like that makes sense, right? That would be so cool. Yeah. I want to be Guff. Yeah. I want to think that they're progressing because they were all individual legendaries in the first one. Then in the second one, they're getting their own quest lines, right? Um, Because, you know, Tasman was the the warlock one. Um, We've got Varden for for mage. Mm -hmm. So what what, the other kind of, you know, not just spell because spell doesn't really kind of fit as well as like a quest line or a hero or a, a... Mm-hmm. a legendary minion 
I think hero card is the next logical step. Yes, yes, I want that. I I really want that. I don't even Now, know. how can they not? They have to. Our expectations are up here. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. I, I think you're right, cheap. They got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, All right. Well, lastly, We've got a question, and it's a, a question um, we've asked before, but it's a, what happens, you know, with... Um, I'll, I'll just read the exact tweet. I know this is way off, but when the year of the Griffin rotates and the core set changes, if some of the new cards made for the core set this year rotate, will they go to wild or exit stage right? So it's a question that we've been asking before. What happens to... Uh, the corset cards when it rotates. We've been looking for an answer for this for a while, and Dean has answered that they are indeed going into wild. And the the backup question always that comes after that is like, do they just go and we still have them because they were corset cards and we already had them? Or do we actually have to spend some dust and craft them? And I don't believe we got an answer, did we? No, and I've seen people no. speculating all day. And I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, I If I remember correctly, they said they'll be gone from the collection. I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll buffing. see. Um, I'm not they sure what to... They've kind of said a little bit of both. And I, I think at the end of the day, they, they just haven't mapped out exactly what that'll look like. Mm -hmm. If I'm kind of estimating what will happen, then I think that it'll basically be uh, like what happened with basic, right? We can't enchant or disenchant it, but it's still chilling in our collection. Um, now, they did also advise us not to disenchant our extras uh, if we want to still play them. Uh, you, you know, for, for things that are in the core set now, but had previous iterations. So um, I think at the end of the day, they don't just don't know exactly how they're going to execute that. But um, the, if I'm guessing, that's how I think it'll end up happening. My argument for it, like, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Just purely logic, purely logic. Like if the mm -hmm. cards just disappear, right? They spend all this time and energy to pay like, uh, voice recording artists and and visual artists to paint the pictures and all this stuff like they created all this stuff it doesn't make any sense to just delete it right you know or keep yeah. it in their back pocket for later um i mean the other question is do you really think that the entire 135 core set is like just gone i i i anticipate like no. i think that they will keep you know half of it and then you know or and then like here's a new, you know, uh, the other half versus, I mean, I, and maybe not, I don't know, but I can't imagine like you put so much, uh, so many resources into creating something just to like, all right, now you can never use it again. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they get rid of most of it. I think you're kind of on point with, they would keep a lot of it because when they rotated, um, the basic classic thing, a lot of it stayed in core anyways. Yeah. So not only that, but like they've said, it's it's definitely going to wild. the The real question is well, how how are we going to uh, still <laughs> acquire that if well, we just keep it yeah. or whatever. 
Warcraft or or or. Um, and I think that's kind of the the thing that's a bit more of a question mark at the moment. I don't want to um, have to craft a bunch of stuff. Now, somebody made a really good point, and I don't remember who it was anymore, but someone said, hey, if they go to wild, like, just buy wild packs. You won't have the cards. Like, you'll just open them. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. that's a good point. But the the hard part for me is that I got them all in gold. And yeah. it's like... I'll, I'll, I don't make me Talon and gold and Alex and gold and (laughs) green rag. Right. I don't, don't make me craft those. Like, please don't make me craft those. I, I no, Cause (laughs) I, and all the, like all the dragons, like they're so cool in gold. Um, Yeah. They're just going to take it away from you. Mm. It's like taking candy from a baby. Very mean. Mm. Yeah. That hurts. Well, we'll see. I was I was hoping for an answer, so I tweeted a follow up this morning, and I did not get one. And honestly, yeah. I'm not surprised because then. So I, there's been discussion all day. I saw Martian talking and some other people, and people were pointing at different tweets over the past year. And I I brought it up a couple weeks ago on the show, and dug through things and found the old tweets from Celestalon. And like, really, what they all said, they all boil down to the same thing. That's way in the future. And we haven't figured it out yet. Is is what they yeah. all said, and and I assume that that's still the point. And they'll figure yeah. it out. Whatever. I, I we can all speculate, and at the end of the day, like it doesn't not going to do any real bit of good. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, next up, we have finally got our fire festival quest lines. Mm-hmm. And so it's a series of seven different legendary quests. The first one that we got was play 10 fire spells, which awarded us one year of the Phoenix pack. Uh, The next one is play three games in ranked, which gives you another year of the Phoenix pack. Then you get play three games of duels, which which gives you a year of the Phoenix pack. Uh, then you have play three games as Paladin, once again, the pack, and play three games as Hunter, another pack. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> right? Out of completely nowhere, you have played 10 games as Shaman for your one pack, again, which blew my mind because I played my three and I wondered why my quest didn't go away. <laughs> like, it's broken. Did it go up from 3 to 10? (laughs) Is this glitched? It's because we got the new rag, and we had to play with rag. That's why. Uh, Gotta be. Rag is kind of the avatar for the fire festival. (laughs) Yeah. And the emotes are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, And then uh, the final quest is play three games as Druid. And that is when you get the new cool... Uh, fire druid mouth or malfurion hero skin yeah um i personally haven't completed this yet i'm stuck on the 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 10 shaman ones uh kenray have you been working your way through these i finished them all on day one nice hey we were talking about it awesome we were talking about it last week right We, we were wondering how they were going to like, are these just going to prompt like you finish one and then it gives you the the next one and gives you the next one. You can do them all in one day or, or whether it was going to, you know, slowly unfold. And that's, that's what happened. You could do it all in one day. So, uh, yeah. Did you open up anything good? Kenry? 
40 dusters. <laughs> <laughs> sad, sad. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Brian O'Brien for giving me the idea to save these packs for the new expansion uh because they're year of the uh phoenix packs or whatever and so when the new cards come out because the duplicate protection you'll get the new stuff oh that would have been a good idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I saved them too i uh, also thanks to brian o'brien i was like almost about to open my first one as soon as i got it i'm like wait it should give somebody you... somebody told me a little bird told me to wait so it, it should it should give you the new cards right because they're year of the phoenix right so as long as we're still yeah. in year of the phoenix the way that duplicate wait, protection no, works wait, wait, wait. we're in wait, year of the griffin no. now though bud yeah but you have the griffin so oh wait so i'm sorry i'm sorry wait but these are Aww. oh no no the cards are just from sets when you're the phoenix so it's uh scholarman's outlands and we are in Griffin now. Rip. So it won't work. Are we? Oh well. Yeah. Oh, we had good intentions, Nate. We had good intentions. <laughs> we see these smart people doing stupid things. That's wonderful. Alright. Alright. Well. Alright. Well, Hydra, we tried to be smart. We tried. <laughs> Here we thought we were beating all big brain. It'll work one day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I've lost track of what year it is, okay? Today, at work, I was like, it's 2001. And I'm like, no, no, 2021. So if I can't keep track of that, then... Wow. wow. How am I going to remember what, if it's Griffin or Phoenix? What year is this? <laughs> well, what year? Hey, that's a Terminator thing. All right, well... And Jumanji. <laughs> oh, and Jumanji. <sighs> how sad all right well we did they started revealing um uh card that the card reveal schedule so um we uh, it looks like they're gonna start uh we've got some card reveals starting july 20th through the 22nd there's a, a batch of pre-scheduled ones uh, looks like they're going to be revealed all in different sources. I kind of they're on the Play Hearthstone website, and you can kind of click through and see. There's some from the normal people, you know, IGN, I think, and GameStop and or GameSpot rather, uh, and a couple others. But notably, I wanted to give a big shout out to a couple of our friends. So first off, uh, Brookworm is getting a card reveal, which is super awesome. So congrats, Yay. Brooke. That's really cool. Uh, really excited for her, and also Ray, um, Blister Guy. Uh, from the walk to work podcast is getting another one. And his was so brilliant last year with his daughter. Um, they got the, uh, every fin can happen. Is no that fin what can stop us. No fin no can, fin stop, can us. stop us. I'm sorry. They, no fin can stop us. Their video was so great. It was so great. It was awesome. and, um, if you haven't seen Ray's recent video, he short that he made with his daughter, I highly recommend you watch it. Cause it's hilarious. Yeah. It's really good. So, <laughs> um yeah so that's exciting i mean i i don't know i would love to be able to do this one of these days but i'm i'm very happy for them it's super cool and i guess i mean do you think you guys think we'll get cards sooner than that uh that i I kind of i mean it's a little sad because that means that uh, well it's only a week right so we've got one more week of kind of nothing and then the following week we'll start 
getting card dumps leading up. So like, okay. So it's like the two weeks leading up to the show or mm-hmm. leading up to the, uh, the, the release rather. Release. Yeah. yeah. So since the very first one in their reveal, like schedule is the official play Hearthstone, but I think that that's when they'll kind of kick it off. So I think July 20th at 10 a.m. Pacific is when that'll, that whole reveal season in earnest will start rather than just the uh, overall trailer. Yeah. Did you see the, there's a new Anoyotron, at least there's artwork for Anoyotron right there. Yeah. So that'll be cute or <laughs> annoying or whatever. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, there's that. Um, yeah. And I'm 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 excited to announce um, Shibo is putting together a group of wild experts to do a video based uh, card review for the upcoming set. And there's uh, there just so happens to be some dude on there covering Warlock named Nate Wolf. Uh, what? So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh hey there's there's a a pretty packed lineup here um so i'm i'm excited to so we've got pace doing demon hunter uh old uncle skeeter doing druid doing the hunter master doing uh yeah doing hunter of course um digital alchemist doing mage um eltino doing paladin uh our old co-host mike mike Lowe is doing priest which is awesome so congrats mike for that he loves uh, his priest, man. Uh, he does love his priest. He's good at it. And uh, and then Smudge uh, is doing Rogue. He's arguably like one of the best Rogue players in the world. So that's I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, For sure, the best Kingsbane Rogue player, like mm-hmm. bar none. Oh, bar none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Okiak, Okijak. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Is doing Shaman. Uh, I'm doing Warlock, which is really fun. I'm excited about that. And then um, Ramen, you joke, is doing uh, Warrior, which is awesome. So that'll be fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. If you're not familiar with Shibo, he makes wonderful video content. They're very funny with great animation and uh, some great content. So I, I highly recommend you guys all checking that out. Um, so we're, we're waiting on the card reveals. Um, and then I'll be getting some direction from shibo on how, how we're going to do all this but it should be uh, some fun and yeah i'm looking forward to that uh excitement abounds right well that'll be fun and and uh yeah so uh more info stay tuned stay tuned but but uh that'll be great and uh yeah so anyways um we we also had a a meta a new meta snapshot come out this week tempo storm yeah well, that's always fun. Um, and we've had many people from, from the Tempo Storm team in the past guest on our show. That's always fun. And so I always like to see where they're coming with this. Uh, for today's show, um, I just grabbed the Tier 1 and Tier 2 snapshot. I didn't look at Tier 3 and 4. Uh, I'm happy, happy to talk about it. Nothing really has changed. I mean, frankly, I think that this is probably the same spot that we were in last time, although... I think last time there was like an honorable mention to the uh, Steeler Warlock, but mm-hmm. uh, so we had dark in tier one, Dark Lair, Warlock, Reno Priest, Odd Paladin, Secret Mage. Right, surprise, surprise. And then in tier two, uh, Kingsbane Rogue, Pirate Warrior, Mozaki Mage, Odd Rogue, Discard Warlock, which I have not seen in ages. Uh, Agro Paladin, Galakron Shaman, 
big priest and cute cute warlock which they're talking about like the uh all the zero zero cost yeah. minions with the discard mechanics and the buffs and stuff mm-hmm. so uh any surprises here to you all kenry do you see anything out of the ordinary here or this is kind of what you expect looks normal right yeah i didn't say yeah. we'll see i mean that's uh it yeah looks pretty normal to me i they, uh, yeah they sorry she title they did title this uh meta report deja vu which i think was very <laughs> fitting. Uh, <clears throat> that's funny the only this thing like that, that, yeah a little bit right glad we know yeah pretty much hey yeah that's there's no surprises there i mean that's kind of um yeah whatever um yeah i the the only thing that stands out to me like you said um i know discard warlock isn't around very much but it's they seem to think that it's still really strong um and the odd rogue i cannot tell you the last time i actually versed an odd rogue but it seems to be you know it's in tier two and uh it seems to be good and i i do miss playing the deck it's a really really fun deck to play but i i have not run into it on the ladder have you guys seen odd rogue much at all i want to show you guys something this is interesting i mean this is this is in a vacuum right i saw zero odd rogue by the way um yeah so seen any in a while this is my legend climb stats here uh, so it was not a lot. It was what 45, 46 games, 47, whatever, right around 50 games, uh, a little bit less than that. Mage is almost 50%. Like it was just absurd. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, I mean, it blue train helped me quite a bit. Like I, I thought it was like a losing matchup. Blue train says, Hey, no, no, you can win. And here's how you do it. Uh, you cannot let them like even if there's a board you can't let them get off their rigged fair game like you have to mm-hmm. you have to hit face every turn like you, you to block the draw um and once i started playing with that mentality my win rate like skyrocketed i was like okay okay that worked well but like this is crazy uh rogue was very small the rogues that i did see it was kingsbane um I mean that's me personally, but I thought like was like this is ridiculous. Uh, so I, I don't know. Did you guys have you guys seen anything? Is like is this similar to what you all are seeing, or is this different? Yeah, that's pretty representative for me as well. Um, I think I'm seeing a little bit more um, paladin than you are, and a little bit less rogue. So like kind of shrink the paladin one or the, shrink the rogue one down a little bit and flip them, but. Yeah, it's it's about the same. Small sample size for both of us, though. It, it is. It's in the grand scheme small. of things. <laughs> Kenry, what what were you saying? Uh, I do not have like deck tracker stats, so it's off my memory. Um, where I play, it's like very very greedy. Mm. So there's shadow walks, there's Miltonus, Reno lock ticketers, there's alignment, there's DMH, there's Reno DMH, and like it, it's not I. I I'm the I'm the secret mage player here. <laughs> I farm it. It's good I though. It. I mean, it's good. Yeah, the, all the alignments. So it's like, yeah, and then I still play. There's still glare, obviously, mm-hmm. and like, but it's like much more greedier. Yeah. Um. 
Okay. I, I will make one one note uh, that I thought was pretty funny over this past week or so. I've seen a lot of a lot of like Shutterwalk Shaman, some of it's Reno, some of it's Galakron, some of it's whatever. Um, and I, I've won so many games because people are playing ice fishing with the Toxfin and the Flurgle, but they're yeah. also but they're also playing Mutinous. And so when they play ice fishing, <laughs> half the time it pulls Mutinous and they can't do they can't clear my board. Like that's how you lose as Pirate Warrior. Like you they clear your board enough times. And I've seen people drop Mutinous and it doesn't it eats a one one pirate. It's like ah sucker. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um I don't know. Like, I am not a shaman main, but like, I think personally, you want to like that. That combo is so deadly of the Toxfin and and the um, uh, Fire, Fire Master Flurl or whatever. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's like don't pollute your ice fishing with uh, the mutinous. That's my recommendation. Or, or rather, I'm playing lots of pirate war. Please do. Please pollute your your murlocs. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess it all kind of depends on your pocket meta. Like, if you're running into, uh, like Kenray is, a whole lot of really greedy decks, then uh, being able to pull out, like, a combo piece may be more important than dealing with a, a board cheaply. Um, That's true. So I guess it kind of depends on your pocket meta. Like, it's <laughs> it's not strong against your pirate warrior, right? Like, <laughs> you love to see it, but... <laughs> I, I, I was trying out, like Kenray mentioned, I... I played one game of uh, Reno double Nizath um, Dead Man's Hand Warrior. I won, and then I got like shamed into playing Pirate Warrior instead because it was going <laughs> to take you know a year to to grind out wins with that deck. But it was fun. Um, I my opponent in that game, their mutinous ate my mutinous, and I was very sad about that. Uh, rip, rip. But anyways, I I think I I think that you make a good point, though, about pocket metas. It depends what you're seeing, right? If if you're seeing a bunch of greedy decks, if you're seeing a bunch of Reno decks, you see a bunch of combo decks, whatever, like, hey, it's good disruption. I mean, that's a fair point. I like that. Anyways, and any other hot takes on this meta report before we move on? And uh, we'll link to it. I mean, I highly recommend these guys are wonderful writers uh, and it's always good data. So if anyone wants to check it out and you don't know about it, like check it out. It's very good. Um, as, a, as a side note, we got uh, <laughs> we got an off meta report, um, if, if you will, that I thought was kind of fun, uh, worth worth sharing. Anyhow, from Reddit, uh, it this this is called uh, Wild Unusual Decks Number Five. This is posted by EU Pyramid Head, which I assume is a Silent Hill reference. Um, Two one seven six six. Yeah. Uh, so it says uh, Wild Unusual Decks Number Five. Hello everyone. In this set, I've managed to put together some fun and effective decks. This is not just a meme deck. It really can be played in ranked, and your games will not look like the Clone War of Secret Mage versus Secret Mage, and similar decks that everyone loves and hates. Uh, and then if you go through and read the article, so here here are the decks that are listed in the article, I- including codes and, and stuff for them. Uh, so this is like, this is like off meta, off meta. And so like, <laughs> I, uh, anyways, I've got Inspire Demon Hunter, Taunt Token Druid, 
Spiteful Guardian Hunter, Elemental Spell Tempo Mage, Lens Clown Paladin, Spiteful Dragon Priest, Thief Tempo Rogue, Overlord Giant Shaman, which, by the way, giant shout out to Labore Sangre who hit Legend with it like he promised he would last week. Mm. Uh, Egg, Egg Chaos Warlock, Odd Menagerie Warrior, and Reno Menagerie Shaman. What did I just say? Like, those words don't go Rita. together. Menagerie <laughs> Shaman. Right? <laughs> so, I will give a big also shout out to Schmoopy Daddy, who, once we posted this, went through, played all of the decks. Uh, all of them? I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, he says, I tried all these decks, and the Priest and Odd Warrior all right, were all right. And everything else was met. Now, I did note that he, I think, if you're a member of the Discord, check it out. Um, I posted this in our tier list category because I wasn't really sure where else to post it. Um, Sounds right. But uh, he had mentioned, like, hey, some of these lists are really interesting ideas. I remember him specifically talking about the Demon Hunter one and saying, like, I swapped out some cards to make it um, something that... uh, uh, I liked better, which I thought was fun. Um, and so I, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some fun content there and it depends what you're looking to get out of the game. Right. I had this conversation with someone over the past week. Like I think the context was along the lines of, um, Hey, what, you know, I'm almost at one K wins with all my classes. Then what am I going to do? And I think it was, you know, the comment was like, have fun. And I was like, what, what's, what's that (laughs) like well i i forgot how to do that um i you know i was like well on the flip side winning is fun so there's that uh but there's achievements i forget sometimes because like i spend so much time like tryharding on this game that like you you can play it for fun actually uh (laughs) so i think that i i kind of like this this idea but Speaking of fun, I, I I think that I'm gonna have to get some breakfast and try out this egg chaos warlock because that looks like so much fun. <laughs> oh man, I predicted talking about hot takes. Like I predicted that gambling was gonna be like a five star card, and nobody ever plays it ever. And I I think I whiffed on that one super hard. It happens. Yeah. I oh I shouldn't say that out loud with Shibo watching. I called that one so wrong, <laughs> but oh well, oh well. We all make mistakes sometimes, right? It's all about making the bold claims, the the, the bold takes. There's potential. What I what I love is when a card sucks on release, and then like two years down the line, it's really good. Um, it happens. You know what? I I just saw uh, a good example of that was. Um, God, I can't. Th- Kenra, you'll know it. What is the um, what is the your win con in Reno Priest that the Inspire card? Spawn of Shadows. Spawn of Shadows. There you go. Mm-hmm. That card, like when uh, Grand Tournament came out, that card is hot garbage, right? And um, and and years later, like that's your win condition in Reno Priest, like or or part of it anyhow. Um, and so I mean, every cut in every cut in Grand Tournament became better. Because yeah. of Jen and Baku. Stop it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like that. So, so there's potential. I mean, I I hope that someday I'll have like a viable zoo egg list that I can play. I guess we'll see. Or a, or even a like lackeys or something, right? I mean, you could do it, but you wouldn't have eleven X anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad, sad. I'm just gonna <laughs> cry salty murloc tears. Uh, as someone who has had and uh, surrendered my 11x, I, I have to say they both have their own positives and detriments. But I don't, I don't feel like I need to uh, play only the best decks anymore, which is the the positive. The detriment, of course, is yeah, yeah. the climb is <laughs> much more arduous. Yeah. All right. I've well... actually seen someone. I I, I saw Otlaw playing Clown Paladin in top ten legend. Wow. I love it when people do that, though. It takes guts. Yeah. It takes guts. And I also think that there's some merits there. Um, like, we play the most refined decks, but I, I've been saying this for ages, that I think there's, you know, undiscovered decks or decks that, like, don't appear in these um, meta reports that are probably really good. I saw, I think, Corbett earlier this week is sitting in, like, top 10 with... Um, like a death rattle demon hunter, uh, oh, and it looked solid. I think. And then Jordan was playing it, but we posted in the discord. Jordan's been playing. It went 10, I think 10 out of 10 game win streak with it. And so yeah. like, Hey, that's cool. Uh, you don't see that in tier one or two on this meta report. So there's some merit there for playing off meta stuff. So that's a good bamboozle people. You know, they think you're playing up person. Then you play clowns on turn five. That sounds like so much fun. That sounds like <laughs> that so much sound fun. like a blast. <laughs> um, shifting gears a tiny bit, what have uh, you all been playing? I mean, I'll sheep. Let me talk about you first, and then I'll jump into the deck that I've been playing. And I think Hydra, we we had played that same deck together. So yeah. I've got this. Uh, uh, yeah, what is this Demon Hunter deck over here? <laughs> Yeah, so I've kind of been taking it a little, a little easy and wild. Um, and today in particular, I, I've decided to go a little hard in on uh, trying to get some achievements. So I'm working particularly uh, on Sigils and um, the uh, Taint Heart Tormentor with this deck. Um, so it has all the Sigils. Are they good in this deck? No. <coughs> But the point is to get 200 of them, and I'm only like 30, 40 away at this point. Um, so, you know, definitely getting there. Uh, the Taint Heart Tormentor aspect. So, uh, built this basically like a big demon demon hunter. Um, with, of course, the, the sigils kind of thrown in there as well. Um, the, the big kind of downside for Taint Heart Tormentor is that if your um opponent kills taint heart tormentor with the spell even though they paid two extra mana for it it doesn't count towards the the achievement so um that part's taking a little bit longer than i anticipated because i was like wait the, the you know I, I played two taint heart tormentors this game they they killed them both off with spells why did that not increase my counter by four turns out it's because they killed it with it it doesn't actually progress towards the achievement which um 
mm. is unfortunate. Yeah, but, that's a little um, rough. Yeah, so it's fun. Uh, it, it's a it's a big demon hunter. Um, you know, other than this, I've also been playing. You know, my aggro druid and stuff like that. But but I I, I bring that here quite a few times. So this is the other kind of like a more interesting thing that I'm bringing that I'm playing <laughs> these days. Uh, in, in particular today, uh, I played a, a decent amount of it today. Am I crazy, or did I hear that there was going to be sigil support uh, that was going to make it easier in the future? So I think what they were talking about for that one was the uh, addition of the third sigil, the sigil of summoning. I think that's Um, correct, yeah. mm. And in my experience, um, honestly, all of them are pretty decent. Um, you know, Sigil of Flame is kind of a double-edged sword, but we're playing big demons, so sometimes I want to do something like, you know, drop a fell summoner and then actually have a way to kill it to get an Illidari Inquisitor or a Taint Heart Tormentor or my one uh, Ancient Voidhound out of my deck, or sorry, out of my hand. Um, that's a way that I can do that if my opponent is playing a more control-oriented thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, I'm just basically trying to work on the achievements. I've actually been climbing a little bit with this, but um, I haven't quite hit Legend yet because I've just been taking it easy uh, mm-hmm. in Wild in particular. I haven't hit Legend either one yet, but <laughs> I will before the end of the month, that's for sure, um, in both. Um, but I've also been climbing with like this. so <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, what about y'all? I know that y'all were uh, talking about your uh, co-op. Tell me a little bit about that deck. Yeah, so um, this is basically your kind of classic pirate warrior. I mean, this is different. Arr. This is different than what um, uh, Hydra was playing the last time. We this is uh, this is the list that I got from Blue Train, who got it from Sunday and swapped out. I think the only difference is uh, it's got Sky Captain Craig instead of Leroy Jenkins. Um, and, and honestly, like I don't recommend crafting Craig. It's it's cool, and and a lot of times I play it for way less than seven mana, uh, <laughs> and it goes face the turn you play it. Um, it having. It, what is it a four seven or something like it's got high you know lower attack high health makes it difficult to deal with and uh it's it's fun hydra has a gold one it's very impressive that's the <laughs> ul- the ultimate whale move right there is a gold sky cap and crag um yeah i couldn't help myself i did that a few months ago but <laughs> like the deck is solid like it's just really good i i don't know what else to say i, I this is what i used for my climb and like i was saying earlier the the reason was that um, I, this is this is the closest deck I've got to 1K, so I'm trying to get there with it, and the games are fast. Uh, the deck tracker says, um, I think it was average, uh, let me pull it up here, the average time it took to win a game was, I think it's turn five or something like that. Let me, hold on, I have it right here. Oh, that's uh, slow. <laughs> right? <laughs> it says, uh, yeah, it says, t- so here's my, my entire climb. Total time played, 3 hours, 37 minutes. Turns to win, 6.1. Turns to lose, 7.5. And it was a 57.8% win rate over 45 games. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I know, right? Winning on turn six, that's slow for Pirate Warrior. Uh, <laughs> but the deck is great. It's its a lot of fun. I don't really know what to say about it. You smash face. It's got lots of cannons in it. And um, it's got some good draw between Ankar and the Outrider's Axe. Rokara, I think, is the MVP. It's like, she's so good. She's so good in it. You make these giant boards, and then they're they are tricky to deal with. Um I was skeptical about the Bloodsail deckhand. That's the one mana two one that discounts your weapons, but like it performed well. So I, I really don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what else to say about this, except it works really well. Hydra had, well, Hydra yeah. had this turn and my, I, I will say my final boss to legend was some shaman deck or whatever, which I was excited to see. And my opening hand, like I knew I was going to win on turn one because my opening hand was uh, Nizoth's first mate and two. Um, I think I maybe I even had a cannon. I don't remember, but it, I had for sure a Nizoth's first mate and two parachute brigands in hand. And so right off the bat, it was like, cool. Look at that. Look at those stats on turn one. <laughs> like it's just like it was so good. It was so good. Um, it it's just it 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 wins very quickly. I mean, this has been a deck for years and years and years, uh, and it's pretty good right now. I remember, let me say, as I'm in uh, eating my words mode tonight, I also predicted that Sword Eater was not going to be good enough for Pirate Warrior, and the card is so good. It's so good. You get the 3-2 Axe, plus you get um, a Giant Taunt. Like that protects all your other stuff and is difficult to kill. It's wonderful. It's so good for four mana. Uh, so I was wrong on that one as well. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So look at this. So Hydra, what did I mean? I'm gonna pull up your stats because your stats are better than mine. Uh, uh, where are they? Um, I'll pull them up as you're talking about this. But um, yeah. So the the difference between the deck I was playing previous to this one is I had the double shark fin fan instead of the dread corsairs originally because you would get a lot more cannon and sky barge shots off and you could flood the board and it made craig easier to get out but i opted to give this a try and played 31 games with it and i have an 80.6 percent win rate that's, over 31 games that's insane like that's a really good win rate. Where did we leave off? We were at diamond four or three, something like that, right around there. Uh, I think it's like three one star, four three stars, something like something that. like that. Yeah, um, but absolutely ridiculous win rate. It's it's just so solid, and I while I do miss getting the extra shots off with shark fin fan, I. Do think that the Dread Corsair is just kind of more solid with having all the weapons in the deck because you have just so many. You got the two from Sword Eater, you got the axes, and you've got the Ankar. And possibly if you're going to use the Zoss First Mates to trigger it to get it cheaper, you know, like what is that? Seven? Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah pretty solid um absolutely love the deck i've always loved actually that's not true i haven't always loved pirate warrior i was a hipster and refused to play it when it first came out 
True. I actually disenchanted a golden patches that I pulled in Mean Streets. Ouch. And guess what? Recrafted it years later. Atta boy. <laughs> I like it. That, that got me to put my headphones back on. <laughs> um Kenray, what are you what are you playing these days? Like a roulette of decks. It's like six different decks. So Renal Priest, Renal Shaman, Renal Warlock, Renal Mage. Okay. And like Secret Mage. Yeah, so like I do this thing where I play Secret Mage, like mm -hmm. for five games. Then I switch to LPG. And then I keep doing that until I confuse my opponents because they have no idea what I'm playing. Do and you see a lot of the same people like over and over? Yes. Okay. That that and makes a lot of sense then. I like that. So it's you know, good... like like once I tried Pirate Order, I keep playing Pirate Order. Then I switch I switch to Big Order. And I confuse like them. And it, it ruins their mulligan, so it, it's pretty fun. And and like obviously I just play Reno decks because it's fun, and uh, like to counter the green. Nice, you're gonna be rich. <laughs> I noticed Labore did that recently. He was playing uh, Celestial Alignment Druid over and over and over again in top two hundred, and then like for weeks, and then switched to Big Druid. And everyone's like, what? Because he, 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 um, he was getting ratted and looped up a lot, so he didn't want to play the combo version. He uh, just tried the big version. Yeah, too many rats and everything, and then people used rat on his big druid and just started pulling out the big boys. That's so smart. It's so smart. <laughs> that's that's, that's some good, awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Hey, I noticed, I noticed you had mentioned that you don't use a deck tracker. Like, are you playing on mobile, or are you playing like on PC and just not using one? I, I tried to download it, but interesting i mean honestly like if you can play without one and and do well like you're better for it we i mean they're cool and mm. i i think the the thing i like the most about the deck tracker is just having the stats yeah i i would want it for the stats i don't need it for like, um other things but yeah if you start relying on on it for actual deck tracking like it can be detrimental to uh you know you start relying on it and then you can't play without it and uh so there's there's that uh, yeah i play about 70 percent of my games on mobile and um which is a lot of them right mm -hmm. um and whenever arcane tracker like just wasn't a thing anymore um which was uh the android version of uh hs replay or hearthstone deck tracker um the something happened with the way that the UI or the, the shell or whatever was doing it. And, and th essentially they couldn't physically support it anymore. Um, and whenever that went away, at first I was just lamenting it. And now it's like, oh, part of my process of learning a deck is playing on mobile where I don't have like a, you know, e even before, you know, I could tap a thing and look and see what I saw, you know, see what all I've played, see what all I have. Now part of my learning a deck process is playing on mobile without a deck tracker. And that's when I'm, you know, more comfortable with the deck and am more confident in my piloting of it mm -hmm. because I just know it. It's, yeah. it's different. And I kind of like it, but I, I do wish that, you know, I could still have the stats. The stats are fun. The stats are definitely fun. Mm -hmm. 
All right, y'all. Well, um, is there anything else we want to chat about before moving on to um, our weekly challenge? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I, th- I think we're good. Cool. All right. All right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, for those of you who are not aware, we have a listener challenge each week. Um, and uh, the, it, ideally, you know, it's, it's different every week. And sometimes we've got uh, things that are more difficult than others. A lot of times it's, um, you know, build the biggest weapon, build the biggest beast, uh, do the craziest combo or whatever it is. So last week we did something a little bit different. Uh, we were looking at some of these previews of the new cards. And so in particular here, uh, we were looking at the Warlock uh, quest line, the Demon Seed. Uh, that says, you know, part part one is take six damage on your turn. Part two, take seven damage on your turn. Part three is take eight damage on your turn. And then the reward is the Blightborn Tamsin who is a five mana seven 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 with a battle crisis for the rest of the game damage you take on your turn damages your opponent instead and so the gears started turning like oh how can we break the game with this card and we and people were asking questions on twitter to the devs like oh hey uh does fatigue damage count yes um hey what about this what about this and so the idea for this past week's challenge was hey help us find a, a combo that we can use to break the game uh, utilizing this quest reward. And we had a handful that were submitted. Let me pull them up real quick. I feel like a uh, derelict podcast host over here because I don't think we picked a winner. Um, Yeah, I'll edit this part out later. Whoopsie. Um, It'll fix it in post. All right, right, here's here's a submission from Mikkel. It says, unlicensed apothecary, death speaker, it making it immune, play uh, Mekaru and Grim Patron, then Defile, which will then summon a bunch of 3-3s every time they take damage, and everyone summoned will result in dealing 5 damage to your opponent, and if your (laughs) opponent survives, you can cast another Defile. That's pretty good. That's, That's really pretty good. I really like that one. Uh, I have one here from Timbo that says Tamsin, uh, Cabal Crystal Runner into Soul Priest, and then Reno for the win. Oh, he meant Cabal Courier. I'm sorry. Someone corrected. Uh, are you, Cabal Crystal Runner, that's a 5-5 five, five secret ma- mage card. He meant Cabal Courier. Okay. Courier, yeah. Okay, here's one more from Mikkel. Uh, another one could be two Soulbound Acolytes. They're the 1-4s that deal as much damage to you as they take. One to two Moarg Artificers, doubling all damage from spells dealt to minions. And a Fellfire Potion, deal five damage to all characters, which will result in 30 or 50 damage to the opponent. Jeez, <laughs> well, okay. That's pretty solid. Uh, Dr. Bomb submitted Hemet, then Octasari into Plague of Flames. Um <laughs> <laughs> These are pretty uh, simple, but elegant. I love it. These are pretty good. Um, uh, and then one from Kenray. Uh, I was thinking of putting the quest in a Mechathune, uh, Mechathune type of build. So you turbo draw your deck, take damage, and cards like Spirit Bomb, Shadow Blast, Crystallizer are great. And then Tamsin is there for extra reach after the quest, uh, extra removals, 
and accelerates the quest. Also included Glinda and Crystallizer as a 10 mana deal 20 after the quest with both of them being good or decent cards on their own, which makes a lot of sense as well. Um, you also run Altar of Fire in that deck, Kinray. But you don't draw the card, so don't think. True, but it would uh, get you closer to fatigue. <laughs> but I, I see what you mean. It, it's not the most death. effective tactics to get there. All right, what I do y'all... I want to go to fatigue, which has you, what uh what do you all think i i i think i'm i think we might have to give it to mickle on on this one there's there's two separate uh ridiculously creative uh suggestions here is 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 his the first one with the mecharoo grim patron no, one? one's the he's got two uh, right no yeah he's got two so the first one is the oh. apothecary death speaker mecharoo grim patron defile yeah 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 that's the one that I like personally. That's, that was my favorite one. And then the other one was the uh, Moarg uh, with the Fellfire Potion, which is also hilarious. <laughs> um, so, I, uh, I I think we I think we have to give it to Mikkel, uh this time around. I think so too. I think so too because two very creative submissions, and e- either of them are great. Um, I do like the Mekaru one a little better because come on, Mekaru. <laughs> I I almost read it wrong. I was like, "Do you mean Mecha Thune?" Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, Mecha Mecha what? Uh, is Me- that a card? Mecha what? All right. Well, uh, <laughs> anytime unlicensed apothecary comes out, it's <laughs> always a good time. Oh man, that's that's good stuff there. Good stuff there. Okay. Um. All right. All right. Well, then we have a uh, a separate challenge for this week, and I have been telling these lovely gentlemen for the past week that I wanted to do something Stormwind themed. Uh, so sheep, if you wouldn't mind, are you comfortable talking about this week's challenge? Yeah, absolutely. So this week's challenge is to create as many Stormwind champions as you can on the battlefield as possible. So that includes both your and your opponents board if you're somehow able to to get them stormwind champions um and we have a tiebreaker because if for example you know multiple people uh submit let's say seven stormwind champions um this tiebreaker is the most stats so if you're able to uh buff them up besides you know them buffing just each other uh, stuff like that, then that is one way to tiebreak. And if you have the exact same stats as someone else, then it, it's whoever submitted it first. Nice. Okay. But but we're hoping that it's, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, the most amount of them. Like, really, the hint there is, yes, it's easy to get seven. Relatively speaking, easy to get seven. Getting your opponent to have Stormwind Champions as well is where you might be able to uh, enhance that beyond the normal... Uh, the normal seven. Right. Well, and, and I think I, I love having the backup of the stats. And so, Hey, if you mm. get seven one ones, you know, that's, that's a lot different than seven, seven, sevens. Um, there's ways, there's ways, uh, there are a lot of interesting ways. So I don't, I don't really want to spoil anything. I think we were talking about it a little bit before the show and like we, we all came up with a, a few different ideas. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, the interesting piece is 
they'll all they're all gonna buff each other as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that'll be fun uh and this is sort of a way that people can one up each other too so i expect um i expect that this is something that where people will well ideally what i'd like to see is hey someone will post hey i've got three. Oh, i've got four. Oh, i've got seven <laughs> like oh look i've got seven and my opponent has two also um and then and then we can start seeing how big they get uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, someone has a question about the rules. Like, okay, how do you um, share the results? So that's a good segue for us to explain how this works. Um, the weekly challenge is good for this week. We will announce the winner on next week's show. Um, first off, what do you win? You win two packs on us and you get bragging rights, of course. Now, the way that you submit your results, uh, you've got to join our Discord server. Uh, oh, look, at what a good night bot. Oh, sheep, thank you. Um, <laughs> you join our Discord server. There is a channel in the Discord that's called uh, Weekly Challenges, and you would share your results there. And so that gives us a place to go to uh, review these. you got to share your screenshots with us there uh, so that we can see them. And it also not only is good for us, but then it lets everyone else in the Discord see what you're up to and try to beat it. Um, and so then the rules about how you can go about doing this, we are slightly nicer than the Hearthstone devs. This does not have to be done on ladder. It can be done on the ladder, standard or wild, or in casual mode. Um, it cannot be done against a friend. It cannot be done against the innkeeper. It's just too easy. So we won't make you tank your rank, uh, but you can't. You, you, we can't make it too easy for you either. You- you could try it in classic, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> if you do it in classic, you get like an extra super bonus point. <laughs> this is one that it's actually possible in classic. <laughs> I suppose like faceless manipulator exists in classic, right? I mean, uh-huh. wow. Wow. <laughs> I guess if you and your opponent both did it, you could have four. Is there more? <laughs> I don't know. So you could play one, you could play two, your opponent could play two, and then you could play two faceless. So you could each have four. So you could have eight total in classic. Yeah, but you can't play against a friend. If you get if you manage to do that, like you like win the whole show. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just give it to you. Um yeah, so So anyway, anyways, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, uh, so yes, that is the challenge for this this week. Uh, Stormwind themed challenge. So that's exciting. Um, Pull the might of Stormwind. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So before we wrap up the show, uh, I well, I would like to give away some uh some cards over here y'all are cool with that we uh have this mega bundle sitting sitting right here prime for uh delivery so um shall delivery <laughs> let me let me put it up on the screen real quick i'm sorry everyone that has to bear with us as we the uh, wheel is coming as we muddle through this life but i promise it'll be worth it um, this is how we actually get it on screen with everybody's names in there and all that so that you know that there's there's no shenanigans afoot yeah no this is this is yes by by us doing this live this uh 
this absolves us from any uh, <laughs> accusation that we're giving it away to our friends. I don't. All right. I like ho the whole master's comment. It's actually endless pyroblasts, and we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> the end is coming. I knew it. <laughs> I love it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um. All right. Now, before before we do this, let me just say um, there will be more giveaways after this. So uh, after this, we will talk about uh, the one that we'll be doing in Discord, and then there will be two more next week. So a total of four giveaways, which is really cool. There's one for this mega bundle, and then three. So this mega bundle, courtesy of Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, who has uh, gifted this out of his own money. The way this works is that. Um, he has given me money via Battle.net gift card, and I will then purchase this for the winner as a gift. So we have to be Battle.net friends for a short period of time before we're eligible to gift stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to click go then. All right, y'all ready? Let's do it. Time's up. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. Two arms, two arms, two arms, men. Are you here? Two arms, are you here to claim your prize? There they are. Yo, hey, congrats, two arms. Uh, hey. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. That's super cool. So, uh, hey, we'll, we'll be doing more. This is not the last one. We have more. All right. So we do have um, one more giveaway that we're going to be doing this week. Uh, we will announce it, I suppose, on next week's show. Is that how we want to do it? Sure. Yes. I like that. So we've got, uh, we'll be giving away um, one more standard bundle via Discord um, on next week's show. And then we'll do another live giveaway on next week's show. So if you're listening to the audio version of this and you want to come back and watch the live version, you got a chance to win another one next week. Uh, and then we'll be posting one in Discord. So the idea uh sheep i really liked yours uh earlier we created a new channel in our discord called contest entries so that um this stuff wouldn't end up like spamming the rest of the discord and so that we could find this easier sheep can you remind me of your uh suggestion again absolutely so to enter in the appropriate channel Share your most positive experience with the um, Hearthstone community. So, um, had a fantastic uh, uh, match against someone. Talked to someone afterwards, and it was like, "Hey, let's be friends," and like made a, a great friendship, like uh, I did with these fellas. Whatever your interaction was, put that in the appropriate uh, channel in the Discord. And that will be your contest entry for this go around. Yeah, one per person, please. And and yeah, one you're welcome. What the the goal of this show really is to it's to spotlight the wild community and promote community, and so and, and positivity is is wonderful. Yes. So we want to know about positive experiences, and if you want to shout out, um, you know, uh, a streamer that you like or a content creator or something, that's great as well. We're just looking for positive community stuff. So yeah, the Born to Be Wild Discord. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this later, um, 
the uh, the best way to to find the Discord is if you go to our website, it's born to be wildhs.com. Click on the find us page and there's a link to our Discord there. Um, it's it's a very fun, lovely, wonderful place full of magic. So I recommend it. Uh, we will announce the winner of that uh, giveaway next week on the show. We will do another live giveaway next week on the show. And we've got a fourth one as well. So very exciting. Very exciting. Um, before we wrap up for the night, did want to say uh, one more big thank you to uh, Shokunin, who is the executive producer of our show. Um, he uh, is is the one who supplied this uh, this mega bundle tonight. Also, big thank you to Blizzard, who provided us three codes to share with all of you. Uh, also, a big thank you to all of the patrons of our show who have so so generously support us. Uh, so big thank you to Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben from Work, AJ Gomez, and Number Theory. Thank you all so much for supporting Born to be Wild. Uh, if you out there are watching or listening, you're interested in supporting our show financially, uh, you can visit our website at, again, at borntobewildhs.com. Uh, if you click on the Find Us page, there is a link to our Patreon there. Uh, we are in the process of, of kind of updating the rewards tiers um, to provide some uh, some fun rewards. So we're not quite there yet. But if you're interested in supporting us, there uh, there's some there's some things there that you can check out. Please don't feel obligated uh, to to do so. But we do appreciate it when it happens. Um, we uh, do have Twitch emotes. So if you're somebody who is on Twitch a lot and you are interested in using our emotes, uh, we have got some. They're very cute dragon emotes of our uh, our little mascot Nas over here uh, also big shout out and thank you to firestone deck tracker who has graciously provided us with uh, premium accounts it's been a blast uh, working with them and using this app there are constant updates and the ui is is absolutely gorgeous so i uh, recommend it uh, the stats are also very fun we referenced a bunch of them tonight so well, that's been uh, nice uh, we are in the process of moving our merch shop. So um, unfortunately, uh, so Wildcard and his wife were running our merch shop for a long time. And um, their their shop is going offline, uh, moving to Etsy and uh, and and liquidating some of the uh, the supply there. And so um, unfortunately, the side effect of that for us as a as a like a print by order um, merch shop is that we are in need of finding another place for that. Uh, so, um, not a big deal, but merch is temporarily not available. So, uh, when we figure it out, we will let you all know, um, we'll be back. (laughs) That's right. Stay Stay tuned. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's, that's it for, for pimping our stuff. Ken Ray, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and hanging out with us. Appreciate you, uh, waking up early and, um, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to to have you on the show and um, to be interacting with you, gosh, very often uh, in Discord and everything. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much oh, for coming thank on. Thank you. It was very fun. And yeah, it was fun. If uh, Let me ask you a question. If people want to uh, find you online or interact with you, uh, what is a, a good way to do that? Uh, I have a Twitter uh, like uh, and Ken Ray, but with like underscore because the name was taken up 
and you can also find me on Discord, like if if you're in the same servers and stuff. Awesome. In the bond to be one Discord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. You're you you've always been a pleasure to hang out with and interact with, and um, happy to see you keep doing these uh, weekly challenges. You've been an absolute inspiration. We've marveled over, um, <laughs> over your exploits what is i don't know what the right word is but you have performed some amazing amazing uh feats on these weekly challenges so thank you so much for participating in those it's been an absolute blast so yeah uh we will include your contact info on our website as well as the show notes so if you want to follow or interact with you uh they will have an opportunity to do that uh hey congrats again as well on your 11 star finish that's super awesome and i think you were you know, at last time I saw, we we're like top twenty-five or something. It was incredible. So great, great work. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sheep. Where can people find you? Yeah. So I would also, of course, like to um, uh, give Kenray accolades for his uh, prestigious prowess in the uh, <laughs> weekly challenges. Um, as for me, I can be found around the internet at Electric Sheep City at places where that fits like Twitch, and at eSheepCity at places where it doesn't, like Twitter. How about you, Hydra? Where around the internet can you be found? Before I give those, I also want to say thank you to Kenray. Uh, It's really nice to have you in the community. You've been very active in our Discord, and it's, it's really nice to finally, you know, get to talk to you this way, have you on the show, and it's, it's, it's just been great. So thank you very much. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Hydralisk underscore HS. And you can find me also in our Discord with these other fine gentlemen, which is just a good place for you to come hang out. If you know, you're in the wild community, you're looking just for some interaction, some talk about decks or talk about whatever. It's just a really nice hub for us, you know, just to have good times and, and chat with your bud. So I highly recommend it. How about you, Nate? Where can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with the Discord comment too. It's so fun. I, even if you're not somebody who enjoys social media all that much, the Discord is is different. And we uh, have tried pretty hard to keep it a friendly, drama-free place. And uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter. It's probably the, the easiest place to interact. Um, my handle there is NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show online at our website. It, again, is borntobewildhs.com. If you visit this, the, uh, the website, uh, we've got links to all of our stuff. Um, this podcast is available on all the different podcast apps, but you can listen to it directly from the website. You can download it. Uh, this podcast is available in video format on YouTube, but we've got all of the uh, YouTube videos embedded into the website. Um, and then more importantly, I think uh, the focus of the show is on community. And so if you're looking for wild content to follow, wild content creators or streamers, um, all of the past guests that we've had on our show, all of their info is listed on our website as well. So links to their uh, Twitters and Twitches and YouTubes and Discords and all of that stuff uh, is there. And uh, yeah, I recommend checking it out. Uh, thank you all for hanging out tonight. It's always the highlight of my week to be here chatting with with all of y'all. Um, 
happy to see everybody here in chat hanging out and uh, thank you also to the folks who are watching this after the fact on youtube or listening to the audio versions thank you all very much uh we have some fun things in store for you in the coming weeks so um i uh i shouldn't i I don't i don't want to spoil things too much (laughs) but we have some fun things coming up uh so Please stay tuned. Uh, for those of you who are new here, we, we record live every Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And uh, that is a wrap for us. We will see you all next week for another new episode of Born to be Wild. Q Sheep saying, wiser words were never spoken. And you heard that. Don't forget <laughs> to use your wild cards. <laughs> My- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great. That's great. <laughs> I'm just sitting here waiting for it. <laughs> wow! So I just switch it up on you. Let's go, Ryan. Wow! <laughs> Bore to be wild. <laughs>